virtually every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. And I'm joined in the studio here with JJ from Top Dog Genetics. And also I got coming in the studio uh, Colin Palmer. I haven't quite got the uh, the uh, lowdown of where... Oh, there he is coming in the studio as I speak. I'm like, Colin from whatever, some Massachusetts, some asshole guy's coming up, in. He's not even officially an asshole. He's mass-ish. And then also in the studio from... Uh, from Be Good. Yes. Give us a load. No, no yes, sir. I'm the uh, director of marketing at Be Good MMJ. Uh, my name is Graydon Washington. On IG, I'm the can of kid. Sweet. And then, of course, MTI, Wheels of Steel, controlling the, controlling the sound, making this thing sound sweet. How are you doing? You're all in, Good, rushing man. up here, rushing up here. Get close yeah, on the mic. Get close on the in, mic. Um, appreciate you having us on. Of course. Of uh, course. I'm Colin uh, from Happy Valley Ventures. We're uh, based in Massachusetts. Got some Gloucester, uh, some Gloucester, and then we have Newburyport. Um, super exciting, and uh, lots of cool things happening up there. And now Tim Larson is going to be so excited. He's like, oh my God, you got another show? Yeah. It's wicked, wicked. <laughs> um, and then also we got Wally Johnson calling in uh, in about an hour from Sweden. He's going to be talking to us about his documentary, which we had him on the show about a year ago, I believe. Um, and I think it's finally complete and it's going to be, uh, premiered, I believe this weekend. So we'll be chatting with him, seeing how that goes. I think he's even got a little three minute clip. He'll hopefully send us. And that's my, me and CeCe's big interview. So that should be, should be funny. It's always nice to see things you can't remember even doing. <laughs> You're like, wow, what did I even say? I have no idea. And then of course, the reason why we have JJ in the studio is because he's going to be talking about not only just all the top doggy things that he's been doing, but. Uh, also, his premiere in the industry here in Colorado, and, and able to be accessible finally, like by the just the common folk. Not right, they don't have right. to like find you in some apartment in New York secretly <laughs> via via via. <laughs> move on over here. Move over here too, so you're closer. Bring, bring your chair over so you're closer in the shot there. There we go. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's lots lots going on. I mean, this is actually I think the big big question everybody has this year: Are you going? Are you going to Vegas? Hey, you going to Vegas? Are you going to Vegas? No, probably what? not. Are you going to Vegas? Yes, I am. See? Nice. Got to get, I mean, every person who's asked me, because the thing that's funny, that four years ago, I think when I went to that show the first time, didn't like it at all. I was like, ah, oh, this show is, sucks. It's just a bunch of dudes in suits who have, I've never heard of walking around, circle jerking each other everywhere, right? And I was just like, this <laughs> yeah. is so lame. And then all of a sudden, like, why? It was last year. The year before, it was actually it got better. And then last year, it was like, oh, this is the best show ever. And it wasn't that I thought so, but it was just that you had to give in to the fact that they were running a more professional, real show. We're also used to, like, just 
fucked up events where you're like, what do you mean we can't smoke here? Like, well, no one ever got that. You know, and oh my God, and shit like that. Or they didn't get their permits, you know, the classic high times fucking formula. Like, permits? Did we ever think about those things? <laughs> so then you got all these people losing, you know, so we're used to like crazy shit like that. They're putting together some stuff next door. So cool. if you hear crazy banging. I mean, the last time I went to a cup was, uh, was really... Uh, was 2010 in Amsterdam, um, where I played, wow, I played music at the 420 party, and uh, it got raided. Like right after I left, we like, loaded <laughs> I all our gear. I was there. I was there. And it just got, last year. It's the last year I was at Amsterdam yeah. too myself. And that was not the last cup I went to because I went to a bunch of the ones that are over here. But that's, in my opinion, and in many people's opinions, not that it's. Not that you can't have a cup anywhere else, but at least back when it was in Amsterdam, it was once a year and one one thing. It wasn't like it wasn't like now where it's just like you say you want a cup, it's like what cup? <laughs> the what cup? They had a cup there. I didn't even know they had a cup there. And then by the time you know, and even at, at when you're at the actual events, I've always noticed that as a participant, I'm always listening for my category. Okay, oh shit, it's a diva. Oh, and we lost, you know, or whatever. And but if you're not, if you're just there, I mean, I, I'd, I'd watch people like. They'd announce it all. Two minutes later, no one can remember anything. That one person could even, the only thing you could remember is if you or your friend won, and that was it. Anything else would just like. It'd be like, who won? Who knows? And you almost have to wait like a week to find out because they would be like super lame to post it. And you'd be like, really? Nobody knows? It'd be like, yeah, we were all there, but wasn't really paying attention. You know? But it's like, it's kind of like seeing music at a festival. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. You, you don't even remember which bands you saw when you when you're there. It was awesome. It was oh my god. It was amazing. All of it, right? Yeah. And you know, it's it's that time blends you, into you, a yeah. When you get that individuality and you have that moment and you you really enjoy cultivar. That's, what are you that's smoking? the special what, moment. What you yeah. uh, that's some star dog. What the hell's that? <laughs> but you know what else is funny about those industry shows is they always have a uh, smoking area then either in front of the building or somewhere in the back or whatever and everyone's that you know there's no smoking inside the event but you, you step outside the front door or whatever and you just get hit with a cloud of smoke you know yeah you, we have to know. i mean we have to kind of all pretty much as a as an ashtray here we all pretty much have to like accept the fact that the Indoor Clean Air Act is everywhere now, right? Like, it's almost, you know, there's still, if you go to, like, Thailand or somewhere, you go to somewhere cool, you're like, hey, everyone's smoking still. But for the most part, yeah, it's just, like, even in even in Amsterdam, it was, like, the place, I remember when they first kind of put it in, people just were like, well, dude, these are called brown bars. It's a brown because of the tobacco smoke. <laughs> Literally, that's how it became brown, you know what I mean? You can't have a brown bar without fucking tobacco. It doesn't even make sense. And so... That they were just took them for years, but now when you go there, pretty much they're standing out front smoking cigarettes, and you're like, oh my god, it's like. So we're kind of fucked in that department because now weed's not as sneaky as it used to be. It used to be the like weed marijuana, you know. Now it's mm-hmm. like already has the sign up that says no vape pens and mm-hmm. no nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, everywhere immediately. Even in Canada, you go to these shows and it's the same thing, man. You can't. Yeah. Not, is, not uh, inside, no. But you go outside. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh you know the the, the shows are, are are hit and miss, man. I mean, the, but MJ Biz has really turned into something that's interesting for me because I don't see a lot of this. It's a juggernaut. This gear. It's a juggernaut right now. A lot of this gear on the floor. Like, it's like yeah. you get to get to six, touch it. You know, last year there was six hundred plus booths. You know, 
And so I think monstrous. this year it's going to be even it has to be bigger. I can't imagine that they would. I was scared last cause, year because there was already there was a little bit of space left. Like they could get rid of all those tables in the back. You know, what I mean, yeah. add another hundred hundred things, but. So you're like, I didn't even see the whole thing. Jeez. I know, right? Sounds like we're in a summer. But I, I think <laughs> last year was the first time at the convention center, right? Beforehand, it had been at the Rio. Yeah. I had gone two years ago. Right, blows. right after. I think they're blowing up the Rio soon. That's what I heard. Okay, I, well, I will be there for that. That was like that's the one hotel I hate the most. <laughs> I'm like, is it at the Rio? Yeah, it's kind of off the strip too. It's, yeah, it's, it's suspect. For the best sure. is when you're with people and they go like, "Yeah, we could walk." And you're like, "No, you can't." There's no nowhere you can walk to the Rio from because it's like you have to get over that fucking that bridge. Uh, but yeah, in general, that that show is. Definitely the place to be. I don't know about having a booth there. It's like it seems yeah. to be the the everybody who's been in the game for more than ten years or or longer has the smallest booth, and everybody who just started has got these fucking monstrous booths, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm oh, gonna make a huge splash." I, I here. saw an extraction machine that almost went to the ceiling. It, it was unbelievable. I was like, "That can't be efficient at all." And uh, it's just a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, you know, trying to get into the space and. With the uh, uh, you know trying to strike gold, I guess right, and uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, there's a there's a, um, a definite like crazy amount of range of products there too, because there's guys who were already think like there was people down there with with each connector was about sixty centimeters across. You know what I mean? And that was supposed to be like flow. I was like, so what scale are you guys yeah, at? Yeah. You know what I mean? And they were just like. <laughs> We're from the beer industry. We have no idea what we're right. doing here. They literally just told jumping me that. In, just jumping in. Just jumping in, going after the money. <laughs> we're just here to see what you guys need, you know? And I was like, okay, I can see that. I mean, and, and the reality is we are getting to that scale where everybody's thinking stainless and thinking big. And, yeah. You know, you have to because you've got to think food grade. And yeah, it's, you know, it's, 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 you know, I hear a lot of people say you can't scale your craft. Well, I think we're kind of forced to have to do that now. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to keep it. It's Keep it crafty, but but be able to to bring that to to many touch many people rather than just a few. Speaking of keeping it craft and keeping it friendly and small, how like how is your this is your first crop now? Yeah, how's it feel? It feels really good. <laughs> to have a really it's like been good. a long road. It's been a lot of work, you know, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Did you uh, get to? Uh, did you grow all from Cologne, or did you do some seed, or you did a um, We it was our, our, this first crop was all from uh, cl- all from Cologne. You know, all the clones were uh, bought in metric, and uh, to get a, a, a you know a, a jump start, you know, I was able to you know, and actually I was able to get you know some uh, good strains, some Star Dog, some uh, Chem Dog. And, and a few, a few, few other strains that that were in the metric system that I was able to purchase, and, mm-hmm. you know, so they were already rooted. So when I took over the facility in July, I was able to hit, hit the round, the ground running with these clones, and some of them were a little small, and I had to put them in smaller cups and stuff. But some of them I put right into one gallons, and you know, put them into veg and vegged them out for a month and two two you know two months later now we have flour mm-hmm. so it was really you know about getting the getting the cycle going you know you, you know as when you get you have a startup you know when you, you know getting that first crop out is just you know it just seems like forever sure you know I mean? sure 
And uh, did you do other things, though, besides your stuff and, like, try somebody else? I mean, did you have... Uh, well, there were some sour tangy, mm-hmm. you know, um, a few other strains, uh, this, this head stash strain, uh, something called unicorn. Uh, but the other stuff was, uh, a lot of it was uh, star dog related. Uh, I think some of it came originally out of, uh, out of Mindful, some mm-hmm. of that stuff. And because uh, they, we had given them uh, seeds, you know, years ago, and then they wound up uh, doing some breeding with it and getting stuff into metric, and it's been passed around. And, you know, we were lucky enough to hook up with these guys in Boulder. They sold us some clones, and, you know, and some... They were, and they weren't the, like, the cam was really the cam, and everything was... No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they had the guava. You know, they, oh. the, the, the 91, they, they called the guava. Right. And, uh, I mean, I think that's inherently the problem with all the chem crosses and like, there's a lot of flip-flopping and, and guessing and things that go internally, right. like, within the, like, and sometimes it's, you know, just purely not knowing, like, somebody's like, is this this? And you're like, yeah, you know what I mean? And then it becomes that, and now it's a 91 all of a sudden. Like, that, right. that's probably the one that got the most mislabeled is the 91, because I barely see it. Right, through. but if you never seen it, then how would you know if it was real to begin with? You know, well, I mean, so, someone like me, you know, f- from my years of, of growing and selling weed, I've come into contact and, you know, got to know, uh, you know, different strains of weed very intimately, mm-hmm. so... You know, you well, can, especially the chems. Yeah, and, and I'm sure you're just as seasoned as I am. Where you, I could just hand you a bag, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's you know." Well, is it, the good part is that most of the time here, it's like some Durban cross or some bullshit, and you're like, "Durban, like, well, how'd you know that?" And you're like, "Because it's the most obvious in the world." But sometimes they give you a twist. You know what I mean? Something to throw you off. But right. That's the. That's well, the in way. general, you know, I mean, you can you know tell a, a bag of uh, of chem dog from a bag of Durban. Of course. You yeah. know. You know, and and, the, and that, so. and that's a, and that's exactly <laughs> one of those things where it's uh, like the real. Okay, so like for instance, the Durban, the classic example, the, the one around here is not a Durban at all, but it's got a particular smell, and it's you. It's if you don't know it, it's very exotic, and if you do know it, you're like it's kind of bland because it's like it's you know it literally was exotic, kind of like a. How uh, New York City Diesel from Soma was exotic for a minute there. We were like, "Whoa!" Not to get you all nah. riled up. <laughs> <laughs> it's nah. like what New York City Diesel? Yeah, every, everything. But has you know, has, but, you know yeah. that had that real interesting grapefruit thing. But I don't like the plant as far as the doesn't deliver the, the flavor to the smell. Like if it had that same citric vibe, yeah. the taste would be the fucking knockout totally. But it wouldn't be. Still, wouldn't be what it was. Would still would hate the name and the confusion and all the right. shit that came with that. But uh, yeah, it was just funny how those are like the the flavors of the minute, and when at a certain like now that just reminds us of all of lemon G. So now we're all wonder. That's where I'm chicken and the egg in that one sometimes because the, I know that Soma's uh, son-in-law was always like when he came to America, he was like, "Dude, everything tastes like fucking New York City Diesel," and I was like, "Yeah." Well, that's the lemon, you know what I mean? And that's another lemon G cross. And then he'd be like, nah, that's, you know, and to him, of course, because he he never, he hadn't ever seen the lemon G. So I was wondering what year that actually came out and if that any, if it did have any, because if it did, that's kind of like, what's well, a lot less interesting, actually. <laughs> I wish it was something yeah. else, but. Yeah. 
in but India. yeah, it, I, it, I don't it's think the, year, I don't the think Asian influence, I think, of the Asian genetics. I mm. think that's where the lemon, the Korean, big Korean, or whatever. Yeah, it was. I think there's there's a lot. You know, if you look back, it's uh, a lot of those were predominantly delimining or delimining. You got any kind of new exotic uh, things in your mix, or? Um, actually, I just got a hold of. Uh, the Uptown Haze. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, actually. Yeah, so everyone seems to be excited about that, and I am as well. Actually, not, not flowered out yet, though? Or no, but I've gotten flowers of it, and I've it's it's confirmed that. Mm -hmm. And there are two different cuts of that, you know, because I, I had the Black Haze Green cut uh, years ago. And even I, I can remember just going up and buying it. There are two different kinds. You know, there was mm -hmm. this stringy green and then you had the, you know, the brown, we had the, you know... More Neverly style. Or yeah, no, those were the, you know, actually some pretty big nugs. Mm. You know, you'd always get it wet, and it seemed really chemmy, and just, it seemed, it was just cracked out weed, you know, but it would just get you, you know, really fucked up, though. Right. And, uh... How, how many days is that, like 80 or something like that, or a bit more? Yeah, I think it's around 80. It's, you know, seven, yeah, around 80, I believe. I, live, I mean... Our, fr our, fr our friend did it in uh, back east, and uh, so I was able to, uh, you know, sample those, and, it, and it's the real deal. Real? The, is it the Washington Heights? Yeah, the Washington Heights. And that's the thing is those, those kind of strains, because they're so distinctive, if you put like a tiny little, like the smallest amount into any joint of that weed, it will just crush right. that, right. Know, overpower it. So right. people love it when they're mixed with their, if they do spliffs and shit like that. But it's when like, you let a joint of that. Plant. It's the best weed for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, it's, yeah. it's unmistakable. Yeah, it's a head turner. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are just like, whoa, what's that, you know? And Super sweet. Yeah, it's, yeah. 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 I mean, it's hard to grow. That's the problem is people just have a, it's like, it takes patience and you kind of have to do it yeah. on its own. And, and it's, that particular cut has been on lockdown for a long time. Like, I'm I'm really surprised it's leaked out, you know. Since the it, 80s, since before. Yeah, no, it's really like, you know, the, the Dominicans and the Cubans down in Florida are the ones that, I guess, you know, had that, sourced that, and mm -hmm. kept it to themselves all these years. And they've had it for a long time. Well, you know, nowadays it's like uh, people don't want to get. I think I think it's it's things are leaking on purpose, you know, because there's a reality of if you uh, if you're on the underground, you're pretty much. I mean, of course, we were all that's where we all came from, of course. But if you Had to. once you sort of like get into a situation where you're doing legal grows and stuff, like you just have to like fall in line with all that, and then you hardly ever. It's like being a mechanic where you don't have time to do it. You can't. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a good idea in a sense. It's almost like you're like, okay, imagine when, you know, something goes wrong and it's now all of a sudden blamed on your totally. thing. Or you realize yeah. you do it yourself. So it's almost like you're better off not because you bring your work home. You know what I mean? But but we're all fucking guilty. <laughs> like most yes. of us. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you kind of have a hard time not doing it. Well, we love to play God with certain things. And I think it's, you know, we have to learn that, you know, if, if we want it, like in AE77's words that created Calio, or found Calio, I should say, um, if you want to save a strain, give it away. If, you, you know, we've, we've got to have that union and that com that community to right. help each other. Right, right. Well, if, you uh, just, if you're the only one that's holding it and then you lose it, yeah. then... 
Yeah, yeah. It, it happens all the time. I mean, it's and it's sad, but at the same time, again, it's like yeah, very simple. Just give it to somebody. Yeah. But now you got to worry give about. It to well, you trust. Give yeah, it to that's what trust. I was just gonna say because <laughs> nowadays it gets in the wrong hands. Oh. No, now they you know they'll just commercialize it, make a seed company off of it. And oh my God, would they do that? <laughs> of course they would. Of course they would. All right. So, um, speaking of seed companies, so Top Dog is now uh, being sort of going to be grown out of this facility, and you guys going to be able to do seed sales here, or is that going to? Yes, yes, we're working towards that. Colorado's. Actually, we did do a little bit of seed this time. It's you know the plants didn't dry in time for this the grand opening, but you know we're going to have to. Uh, harvest them and see exactly how many we have and we're going to you know keep some for ourselves our own use and you know we may have a few packs to sell but you know everyone's been asking you're going to have them you have a wholesale you have uh, in metric and probably we're going to start off just by doing uh retail medical and in uh, retail uh, sales with the seeds, and as we get more uh, into it, then mm-hmm. we would, you know, move into the wholesale metric part of it. But it, it's amazing how many roadblocks Colorado. Tries well, to now I just oh, found it, it, I just, just found everything else is like, yeah, no problem. And so I just like, found out, especially Denver. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah. We're yeah. You know, but I just found out it's like five dollars. The tax on Six, it is five dollars a seed. Yeah, yeah, I mean so. You know that's you know five dollars. So right off right off the bat, you know the you know the taxes is five dollars. You know what I mean? So like, you know how much am, you know you know in the end, how much are you going to be able to be able to sell a seed for? You know, it, it just that just drives up the cost of of it. You know, across the board. It's weird too because yeah, that's like kind of. Almost where I was at, my wholesale prices were even, you know, cheaper than that. Sometimes. What, so well, like, I, I've, like don't you have some seeds in? I have a little bit, yeah. In I've seen your seeds in. Uh, I think a, Herbal Cure or or some. Yeah, we had a we had a, a short run, <laughs> right, <laughs> Jason. So, right. Um, there's some in the metric from that, but that's it, you know. Right. And it's one of those things where it was just like, wow, what a because I had Mitch working on it, and we had all these people, and they were just like round the clock working it to get the seeds in the fucking metric. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like like the hardest thing compared to everything else. And yet, just, and, and the thing is, I mean, their whole deal is they want you to produce it on site or they want you to, now you're a seed company. So all of a sudden, the only way is to join up with somebody and we all know how that goes. Usually, I mean, look, luckily you, you, you've hopefully found the right the right situation. Yeah, I think he's found a great home at Be Good. Uh, but in yeah. general, you know, there's been a lot of the like shotgun wed- uh, shotgun wedding deals where it's like, you know. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of that time has passed now. Where you know, where before it was kind of forced well, because before it was it's either that or go out of business. In the beginning, and that had nothing to do with the seed companies. And when I first came here, I thought, oh, dude, right here. Seed company, you know, you know, you want it, right? And then it was actually the hard. It was almost like it was worse because people got nervous because they didn't know how to what to do, how to navigate it. You know what I mean? They were like, "But we can't, we can't, It's not." Huh? And then they, you know, you try to explain value of genetics, and it turns into a circle thing where it just doesn't make. You know what I mean? It's like at the end, especially if a lawyer gets involved, all of a sudden they're just like, "Fuck this guy," you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you're in that zone where. You're battling with people who could fuck you over, can will fuck you over, and 
the only thing you can do is hope that they won't fuck you. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> because it, it, it's once you give up the genetics, you're... Yeah, that's it. It's out of your hands. Because you have no legal standing. That's really at the end of the day. And it's not day. federally fucking covered. Like, yeah. until it's federally, you know, accepted, you're totally fucked. Yeah. If you try to take it to court, what are you going to do? Right. Take it to the next level? And the guy's going to be like, yeah, sure, take it up. Because generally speaking, once it gets in metric, it's in their system, uh, you know, unless you have the license on uh, in your name. Yeah, you're I mean, yeah, they yeah. legally then, own, own that. And, and there's profit sharing issues and all that kind of stuff where you're just like, man, this isn't easy. Like all, and then like you said, the tax at five bucks a pop is like, okay, so if the tax is five bucks a pop, I got to charge you know at least ten, and then you start taking ten, you splitting it up, it's like. It's more more than it should be, and then all of a sudden right, you're like, you right. start looking at like yeah, the taxes are getting paid more than you are. Yeah, and you're like okay, and, and you're having to split it with other people. You know, it just it starts to go like, well, that's not really worth it. And um, and then of course the the biggest problem is there's not much of a f- flow through because it's like how yeah. many people really grow and right. not enough tourists are on that hunt like they were in Amsterdam or other places because. It's not really flow. It's not just not the setup yet. Like if there was more people doing it, maybe yeah. you know. But yeah, I mean, it was. It's, it's just not like Europe was, was historically. No. It's no. not a sustainable business. It's no. a small, little, little crumb, <laughs> not even a piece. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's, and and the sad part is, is that you know we know it. It works kind of all around, but it's just again because it's not federally accepted. You got to have like people in each place and things. That, you know, and it's just. Like this year is going to be weird at the Emerald Cup for the, and in all these places because you have to have two licenses if you want to sell seeds. Right. Like, well, you know. I heard there's a whole process now of them tracking the wholesale of um, having a computer there, having it on video, and having a cash register there recording the whole transaction of each sale. Now, I don't know if that was true or not. <laughs> but robots, robots in disguise. They have transformers at every booth (laughs) operating with lasers. Yeah, so I don't even know if we're going to be going to the Emerald Cup. I mean, as of right now, we are unconfirmed. If there's anyone out there that wants to share some booth space with us that has a license, uh, we'd be more than willing to pay. But uh, as of right now, there is no solid offers. Uh, There's been some things, ideas thrown around with, uh, a few different companies. I think there's going to be a lot of, uh, again, back to the classic, where there's going to be people sharing, you know, jumping that little shotgun marriage is going off left and right. Like, hey, right. guess what? You are now partnered up with us. You know what I mean? And who, who knows if it, some good will come out of it, some bad will come out of it. You never know, man. <laughs> yeah, but then on the other hand, stage of things you know, a perfect opportunity for but, some people but, to but sneak but in. If you're a oh, that's yeah. what happened here in Colorado. That's how Be Good was founded, our, my company, yeah. back in 2009, you know, 2010, when the governor passed that law, and you know, you, you had to partner up, yeah, become vertically integrated, yeah, and uh, didn't give them much time either, and uh, a lot of uh, partners were made that, you know, may, those people maybe wouldn't have been partners if they had time to, you know, evaluate and you know meet more and uh, things of that nature and not be so desperate. Yeah, that's like kind of when I first moved here too, and there was a lot. Yeah, it was crazy. I was. Hey, the vertical integration was was kind of weird. There's all these things that are like thought up by people who just aren't really looking at it from a distribution of cannabis point of view as much as uh, how to get paid without having to. And and, and and of course, being like literally in bed with you from day one, knowing exactly what you're doing, and then at the same time keeping it kind of in that weird. 
like you're still always like quasi legal anyway. Back yeah, to yeah. the so Matt, speaking of uh, quasi legal, <laughs> and, and and the biggest problem, I mean, for Col- for Colorado, the biggest problem, and for the I think the whole scene, like Hitman closed this week, or is closed? Yeah, just closed on the first, so literally closed yesterday, which is kind of sad, you know, because it was only like wasn't that long; it was only like a year or two years or something. That was the same. I mean, and it's weird because everything that I've ever done that's been like that, like Hood Labs. I've had three of them. I was, it was six years. Every two years, had to move, just because you were too successful. That was the problem. You were too successful, well, yeah. and you were un well. couldn't couldn't bottle what you were doing. You know what I mean? There was like no, because like you can't do that. It's like oh well, shit, we're doing it. You know what I mean? And then they'd be like, yeah. And then people would try to like figure out how to monetize it, and you couldn't monetize it because yeah you're just you're in a weird zone because the, once you let people smoke at your spot i mean he had a good i thought with coffee i thought with the co- okay i was like dude san francisco it's like you know, it's the perfect model coffee dabs beautiful right he had a nice space i, I hope i don't know if he had bad neighbors or what was it. he never really acknowledged what it was but they're opening a new one of course and that'll be probably better you know but it's weird. Like, there's always these weird... Same thing happened at the CIA back in Amsterdam. It was two years. It was like... Yeah. Two years is like the magic number for, like, a, a space. It doesn't get tired. And then all of a sudden it goes off, like, as a legend. You know, it's the yeah. best place ever. Yeah, and everybody's talking about it. Forever right. win. Yeah. yeah, two years is good. So you should start doing places like that. Just literally, you know it's only going to be there two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you better fucking have fun while you're there. Enjoy while you But can. is there good spots in... Because, I mean, Mass seems like they were totally open to having, like... Mm-hmm anything to sell weed or something at one point I, they were like yeah, yeah yoga well, shops and- well mass i think is you know the look it's all a great experiment you know you look at the west you look at the at the middle of the country you look at the east it's we're we're all experimenting right and i think mass has a has somewhat hit all of the checks check the boxes of what to do right so far mm-hmm. and they've kind of taken out the, the things that have kind of hindered the small guys and the medium and the large guys to actually coexist together. And I think that's the hardest part of all this is all of us are seeing everything kind of so they're gonna have like so quickly. They're going to have guys who are, say you have like 100 lights. You're going to be able to survive? I think so. I think there's room for everybody. Because this guy's it's, doing retarded things. Yeah. Sorry, retarded, you know, and, and listen, it's... Big. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> big. You know, you're looking at, at, at things that... It's a space, I think, out, out in Massachusetts that, can, that everybody can coexist in. And I think it's set up for everyone to have a piece of it. And it's really going to come down to what you do. You know, it's up to you as a, as a cultivator, man. It's, it's not, there's nothing you can market if, you're, if you don't have, the, have what, what it takes to do it. Right. But and, if your product is that good, it's going to rise to the top. Absolutely. And know? that's and, and and I think smaller is is probably going to be better. It's going to be more craft. Craft, yeah. Craft. Yeah. Is, and yeah. that's the model that we're using. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's what we're doing at Be Good. You know, uh we've decided to go the quality route, you know, over, yeah. over quantity and uh you know, attracting the likes of, of JJ here, and uh, we're very fortunate. And uh, yeah, uh, we have another grow house, Llama Brand Cannabis, and uh, they've won several awards. And yeah, they're known for their quality. And uh, now we get to bring on a legend, so yeah, it's it, cool. You know, I, I think th- you can do large scale well if you know how to do sure, small sure. scale well. It's you, ha- it's all in the mentality you bring to it. You can do small rooms in many of them. Mm-hmm. Who said you can't do that? Sure. 
as long as you have the environmental controls, it's it's all within what you bring to it, you know? Yeah, well, like, <coughs> we're growing, like, Hayes varieties, we were saying earlier, like, you have to kind of grow them on their own. What's, okay, what, we, had to do, we had a question from the chat room, which was about what the difference between the mango haze and the uptown haze was. Are they separate? Or yeah, they're from? different. They're different. The mango, uh, you know, originally came from Shanti, you mm-hmm. know, Mr. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a clone-only strain that was being passed around in, back in the Internet days. Uh, that was uh, sor- sourced on uh, IC Mag uh, Cocktail Frank. Uh, that that was the he had uh, like uh, hunted, you know the uh, and found that pheno, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, and it wound up in my hands, and then I wound up uh, crossing my Nigerian into it. Uh, the Nigerian um, back cross male got crossed into the mango. And it really, the mango really took over on that, and uh, so that, so that you know, those are two different ones on on the mango. Mm-hmm. You know, the up down haze was just its own. You know, it was its own thing. I mean, I mean, back in the day, it was only available in flower, and you know, and and if you went uptown or if you knew someone that you know was you know that was maybe selling weight of it or something, but you kind of had to know someone to get it. And uh, <clears throat> as far as, like, the one that you're growing now, is that, like, from a seed from that, or somebody got a clone of it? Or yeah, someone it? got a, a clone of it. Clone. Okay, that's cool. It's, and it's one of those things, like, you know, from experience, I'm sure, like, keeping those kind of things going for a long time, especially the divas are really tricky, too, because they're just, like, you know, they, they seem easy for when they're when they're happy, but when they sort of get pissed off or get, over, you know, like, root-bound or anything goes wrong with them, it's so hard to, like, they're not as easy as keeping around a little skunky variety or indica or something like that, you know. Um, and a lot of these things are 25, 30 years now, you know. I mean, that's right. getting to that age where, and there's very few people that actually appreciate, well, I wouldn't say very few. There's an... Depends. There's group pockets, you know what I mean. Yeah. If you're from the East Coast, you uh, you appreciate it. If you're from the West Coast, haze is kind of a unknown thing. Yeah, and I think it's just a bang for your buck because it's, quite, it's sort of like the reality of you know we 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 all figure out what works and uh, what doesn't work, and you know it's like if you it's a classic breeder thing and just you know have everyone come over and put it on the table see what runs out first and you're like yeah. Yeah, that's the one right there <laughs> you know whatever I mean, else, like, everything else is is might look good or smell good but it might not be the one back in the 90s and and, and you know on the east coast for me it was you know i would run i ran neville's stuff and it the, the haze specifically never finished for me oh, and i would yeah. let it get all purple and just droop yeah. and get all crazy but yeah. it's but you know you're right we have a, a unique taste out there that that is is appreciated for hazes, um, especially in the New York area. You know, that's uh, historically been a been the been the staple. Yeah, that yeah. the sour diesel. Yeah, yeah. And I think also you know pretty much up and down the East Coast as far as at least like at least in New York and at least in Florida and at least in certain areas, there's like those yeah. pockets like we were talking about. Yeah. And and the growing it of it is just like we've talked about a lot on with the show where it's like you just shorten your you have to know that you have to kinda of, you can't really run on just a twelve twelve or they'll kinda of run forever. And if you're growing them next to something else, you know, it'll never really work because that'll wanna you know, other things are wanting to finish and that thing's just 
yeah, starting the second, second yeah. phase, you know what I mean, yeah. where it's all white. So, so um, let's do a, a quick sponsor uh, shout-out right now, and that way we can kind of get, because we get Wally on the phone, I think, in about 20 minutes or something like that, so I want to be ready for that. So let's start with uh, New Millennium. Great nutrient regime. I don't know if you got what you guys are going to be running, but... Yeah, I think we're... Uh, you're, running, you're running New Millennium. Just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> we're running great things. Done. Done. You are running He's New done. Millennium. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works around here. Get a done deal. Uh, but yeah, check in with them on New Millennium Nutri- uh, NewMillenniumNutrients.com for their store finder and their uh, calculator. You can check out all the different products that they run. They've got some... Super nice uh, standalone products like uh, the Ruby and their uh, Winter Frost, and uh, a couple other products. That you, I mean, you obviously, can use almost every one of them individually, but those those are like great standalones. Uh, that, and the Decision also is a great product from them that just doesn't nobody else really seems to have. Everyone has like sort of an A B, or they have their Calmag, and these guys are kind of giving it to you in smaller doses precision timing you know which is really important because a lot of times you're just wasting i mean plants are it's all signaling to them and hormonal so if you can trigger it in the right way with the the least amount of energy especially on a a large-scale grow especially because this is something you need some control this is a great line to do that and it's all just very simple summer you got your fall line, you know, you got your winter line, so you can kind of work your, work your seasons and uh, keeps it simple. So check them out, newmillenniumnutrients.com, and again, done deals, right? That's what I'm just going to start telling everybody, just keep it simple, done deal. So if they don't even know yet, you just tell them what's up. <laughs> so what do you mean, done deal? Adam Dunn show. Oh, those guys. I go to the, I, I talk to them. They go, "We're still on there." I'm like, "Oh my god!" You know, you know when people don't listen to, don't even listen. Fucking sponsors sometimes, right? <laughs> so, you how do you sponsor? <laughs> how do you sign up? up? Yeah, well, easy right here. You're 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 in the spot right now. So, um, but we'll we'll catch sure, you at the sure, end of the show. Sure, we'll, sure. we'll get you signed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know, but we have to put you on the reminder program. Like these guys, like sometimes they're like, "Are we still doing that?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And uh, but no, the guys that do know, which uh, we'll have them on the show again soon, because they have so many new flavors and things that we have to, we must, especially now, because it's of course they're going to end up with a shitload of pumpkin leftovers that they're going to have to, something's going to have to happen to them. <laughs> so we'll do it over here. Uh, the guys over at Incredibles, the best edibles uh, here in Colorado. Also, the guys with the chem, the, with the chem line, the first first people to kind of lay down the, the the tracks here and put the introduction out. Only, well, not very long ago. Yeah, they have the ChemDog uh, vape pen. Exactly. And they have, uh, you know, uh, Peabody right there in the house. Yeah, so, of yeah. course, you know, overseeing <laughs> to make sure we're not growing some false, some false shit. Uh, but now they also got... Uh, pretty much everything covered when it comes to CBD products, it comes to uh, wellness products, it comes to uh, small dose, high dose, everything labeled properly, 
package is super nice. They got all brand new packaging oh, man. too. Their branding on point. Everything with the oh, company yeah, is you're on point. See, you're like we, already we, like. Ooh. We love having them in our shops. We really do. And, 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 and Stephen yeah. Chang. I mean, he's oh, a, you know, he's, he's, he's an animal. He's an animal. <laughs> <that guy>. He's <laughs> a beast. <laughs> the most likable guy in cannabis. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, definitely been there during the transition too. When they've like really like, in, I think in the last couple of years, like I said, the new packaging is tighter. I mean, the product's always been the same, which has been consistent, and that's the most important in any edible that you're going to try is you want to know that it's going to work the same, and it's going to the good. The thing with them is their inputs are all in house. So if you sure. are producing your own flour. And then you're going to make your own extract, and you're going to do it like over and over, re- repeating this process a thousand times. You, then you want it to be the same. And if you're going to be like getting product off of this guy, that guy, you're going to, you know, you're failing tests and things are going bad, and you're just like whoosh, down the tubes, and you can only blame yourself at that point. But these guys did the right thing and just kind of, you know, kept everything in house, built their own extractor. You know, everything is very. Uh, crafty like this that's as crafty as it gets right you built your own machine to do it and you, then you make your own you grew your own product you built your own machine you turned it into edibles and you know all these other products so just check them out on close loop <coughs> complete close loop uh i love incredibles or to, to uh yeah i love incredibles.com right yep Jeez, that's been it's been a whole week too yeah man yeah, yeah i'm telling you try out their uh, basalt they're, uh, Uh-oh, Absol- dude, did you say basalt? I'm telling you, incredible. You have like, to always explain basalt now. It's almost like the... Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm a millennial, too. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not like that. Like, like really, like using it in a bath. Like, seriously, I was in a car accident earlier this year, and and uh, and uh, I swear by that stuff. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, and they do both THC and CBD, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I mean, that's and they have just a full like just a hemp line itself. It's <laughs> sold in grocery stores. Well, I know that Derek would, of course, have a THC line, of, regardless if I mean, if it was available or not. But uh, I wasn't sure if they had put that out. But that is definitely uh, again like stuff that works all the way around, which is one of the things that I think uh, when you buy edibles, you definitely we all know we've we've all tried so many things where it's like it doesn't work, it doesn't work, it worked too good. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. It work. Maybe, I stay away yeah. from them personally. Yeah, me like, too. like I get wrecked. Yeah, well, <laughs> to the next day, I'm just all foggy and Maybe fuzzy, lazy, and unmotivated. <laughs> I get incredible. The pot hangover the next. You know, <laughs> the edible hangover. I know. I, I, feel, uh, I feel you. I think it's just a thing that, like, we, when you smoke a lot, that you don't. You kind of like. You're not as fooled right out of the gate, but then. Nothing. It has to go all go through everything. It has to go through his process so differently. You know what I mean? Because normally when you smoke, it's just in and out, boom, done. Now it's going through all your fucking. And that's what does it. Well, it turns, that's like, what yeah. does it. Uh, turns delta nine yeah. into hydroxyl. Yeah, there's a tolerance yeah. factor. And the sand, when that happens, Sandman so. hits you hard. Your next day, you're like, proxy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, the, the liver. You know, going through the liver. Exactly. Small it converts yeah. it. Exactly. Yep. And everything is just like. A, Quite increased, you know. I mean, at that yeah, point, yeah, you get, yeah, and it's those are the types of things we've we've all got to got to step funny. up to the plate and, and try to work out. Titrate, we tell we we tell uh, you know our, our customers to uh, titrate low, uh, start low, and go slow. <laughs> and it's weird though because like you know you do build a tolerance and you don't really feel it for so long, so you get kind of like you know supermanny. Sometimes you be like, oh whatever, you know how many thousand million, eat it up, and it, it's weird. It still does never it never hits me. Same deal as you. Right. Never on the day. Like I'll be like, 
whatever. But that's next. But during that sleep, I'm like fucking like somewhere else. Probably oh, yeah. wake up the next day, and I'm just like, fuck. I feel like gravity is like three or four times what it should be. You know what I mean? I'll be like, whoa, I'm really fucking hungover. From this I get shit. the worst cotton mouth when I do edibles and go to sleep. Like I wake up in the middle of the night, and my like just terrible. My mouth is completely dry. So. Well, edibles are one of those things, you know, it's it's a tough, not everybody's built for them, you know. Sure, that's sure. A, that's Don't worry, we haven't forgotten that we're okay. still doing it. We're still doing it. I got so, you. So, iloveincredibles.com, check them out, and uh, again, if you, I mean, uh, the problem is that there's so many places that sell it, and there's so many states that sell it, so Adam Dunn show deals don't really work on those, and so you <laughs> can't, can't, can't fucking mail order anywhere, unless you're in Canada, I guess, Canada, but they haven't, they haven't blown up in Canada yet, have they? I don't. Nah, no. not not on maybe. See, maybe we're I blowing the cover right now. They're like, oh my god, dude, don't talk about it. No, they love it. They love when we they're talk like, about yeah. it. They're like, don't talk That's about it. <laughs> I have no idea if they do. We didn't. We didn't know. Uh, but what we do know is buildasoil.com. This is, I mean, this is your man right now. If you want to start working your soil for next year, um, which you should do because you want to get things all sort of uh, in there now, so it's popping off when it's at the perfect moment instead of trying to come in late but either way you can always get all of your uh, uh organic inputs from build a soil from jeremy he's going to be also here i think next week starting next week for a couple of weeks he's going to be around on the on this side of the on the away from he's usually on the western slope so it's always kind of hard to ask him to drive in but he will be over here on the front range so i think he's going to be popping in everywhere and hopefully, I told him he can come in every week if he wants. I mean, shit, get him while he can. But you should also also get on this site and start just looking at some of the hard to find. Basically, everything he has. I mean, there's some stuff you can get in other shops, but for the most part, it's because he put it there. You know what I mean? There's not really any other reason because he's really good at sourcing uh, the best of the best. And you can also get if you're inside Colorado or New Mexico, you can get free shipping and so that means if you want to even get soil and big things like that that's a pretty good opportunity right there you know get your shit done fucking dropped at your door and uh you know we don't have to hide anymore so it's good you know? yeah, very cool and obviously no-till and you know ipm that's all organic is a good good way to sort of set yourself apart if you're not uh growing on super scale and you're just doing your if you are doing true craft i think it's a good way to kind of flex the flex that craft muscle there you know but it's hard because like when you start doing getting you know boardroom guys sitting around going why is it costing the first you know because the first year it's always going to be expensive but then after that it's going to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper you know Anyway, <laughs> so uh, go to uh, buildasoil.com or 855-877-SOIL and call them with the telephone, which is, you know, the old weird thing you carry around with you everywhere and take Snapchat photos with or whatever. But <laughs> you can actually call people on it, yeah. too, and you can talk to people. My live's not working. <laughs> I was going live for the company, or social oh, media. Oh, man. Yeah, the, 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 that is the, um, I think this is the... Uh, Wi-Fi. Oh, very helpful. There. Thank you, sir. So if you want to wonderful, go there. wonderful. And Game changer. A, and that is a 
think it's that a, looks like a six. I think it's a six, but yeah, I think I was putting C in it at one point. The so one before it though, is that an H or is that an M? I believe that's an H. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I just scribbly scrabble right here. Right, yeah, right. Wasn't there. And hey. if you get totally hey. lost, if you, go, if you get totally lost, and you can go back out, and then the next room over, there's something. Oh no way! I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Adam Pyro Griffith Wallace Wow. Right. right I'll figure yes. it out. Yes. Mr. Wow himself. We had uh, Ron on the sh- on the show last week, so if you uh, listen back to last week's show, you can hear Mr. Wallace and Wow himself. Uh, he got tenth place worldwide this year on his pumpkins, so he didn't he didn't win the uh, the full title, but you know, top ten. If you stay in the top ten, you're relevant, I guess, in pumpkin world for sure. You know, so but his genetics are, are like he he literally is the guy responsible for all the genetics that win. So it's like. Yeah, whatever. It's like it's just like being like us. If, if somebody's winning with a star dog bubble gum, and we're like, you know, great, right. hey, you know, it's still a win. Yeah, we both won. You know, so, um, but Ron's genetics are the the ones that really seem to be just you know crushing it. Two thousand, all the two thousand pound plus uh, entries, and uh, you can get some of those incredible microbial products that he put out and. You know, the thing is that there's differences because, of course, pumpkins and wheat are a little bit different. There's endos and ectos, and, you know, we're not really – those are all ectos, and we're not really into ectos as much as endos. So you can tell him – he, don't worry. Tell him exactly what you're doing. He's, he's all good. You might look at his site and say, this guy ain't no weed guy, but he is uh, in the sense that he's a grower. He understands what plants need, which is what you'd rather have than – guy who thinks he knows what's going on and can just proof is in the pudding because every year this guy just crushes it and uh yeah like i said it's a small operation too so you're supporting the small small businesses when you support ron and uh he just just retired last year is he said. local he's in rhode island huh. yeah so he's rhode island man so that's where he's growing those. He's got he's got buses that stop at his house, like just like tour buses and shit. And nice. They pull over and nice. people just all take millions of pictures of it because he's kind of right off the side of this road and and his place. It's small, it's not huge, but it's very very uh, well. I mean, it's so his soil was so nice when he put your hand. He's like because he had some empty lots when I was there, and it was just like butter, you know. Be like fuck, this guy's on point. And then. Uh, the beauty, the beauty of those things is that it's a, they use 1,400 square feet approximately between 1,000 and 1,400 of canopy for one pumpkin, you know. So it's like it kills all the, you know, kill all the other ones off every day. It's running around and kill all the baby pumpkins. Kill them, kill, 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 you know, kill all the pumpkins. And then you have this one big just monster. You just put all the fucking juice towards that one. And so you're like... That's a monster pumpkin right there. Yeah, so it's yes. pretty awesome. Pretty awesome when and you see Right the, here in the chat room, Ron Wallace is the truth. Very responsive and great products. Chat gang believes in them. Chat gang believes. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. Chat, chat gang believes. That's all that matters. No, but Ron, Ron is the man, like I said. So give him a shout at uh, wallacebow.com and tell him to the done deal. Do you say, I want the done deal and... I don't know what he's going to do because we haven't really discussed it, but he knows what's up. I told him on my show. I was like, it's, that's it. It's the done, it's the done deal. Done deal. Call, talk to the guys at Green Farms also and tell them to, if you go down to the, if you, if you, the thing is that unfortunately these guys are medical here in Colorado, so you can't really, uh, unless you happen to live in Colorado and have a medical card, enjoy their totally organic, totally uh, no-till grown properly, 
uh, you know, like crystals on every fucking planet, bro. That's that's how that's how cool. <laughs> and I was looking at the book. I was like, "Is there a crystal at the bottom of every planet?" It's like, "Yes." So I was like, "All right, <laughs> you know the shit's for fire right here." So um, also, uh, yeah, but cover crops and they were on there. You know, they were, I saw the very first round, and then the, the by, by the third and fourth round, it was like shit was on exploding. And uh, again, you can also go to their shop, which is called Green Farms uh, Feed and Seed, which is in Louisville. See, I said Louis. Not Louis, Louisville, uh, Colorado, which is real close to Boulder, and all organic there. They have a few other products, of course, because you know some people just need it. But over ninety percent of their stuff at the shop is uh, organic based. They have their own line. Oh. They're also doing buffalo is one of their products that they're they've uh, taken over, which is super dope because it's uh, you know like buffalo that are up in Wyoming, Colorado border. And they're living on beautiful little tiny grass all day. It's all, you know, all free range and aged really dope. And, like, the guys cruise around and just pick it up all for days because it's, you know, like I said, it's a 30,000-acre ranch or something like that. Nice. And then uh, they have a couple other products. They have their rust worm. I don't know the other ones are totally out, you know, that rust rooster I haven't seen, but... Uh, yeah, check them out at greenfarms.co. And dun, 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 dun. seeds here now. Dot com. Of course, seeds here now. Can't. Of course. Oh my God, listen to the fucking excitement in the voices of these people. Yeah. Of course. So I know, so I know JJ's excited, man. I'm not, that aware. Was excited. I'm not aware. That was JJ at fucking yeah, I know. 11 right there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, was, that was excitement right there. <laughs> that was an 11 right That's there. Awesome. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> if you want an 11 in service, go seatsyourneal.com. James uh, apparently got some fucking dental work done in 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 uh, Mexico recently. This is what I see. With him, you never know what's going <laughs> Mexico. on. Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Dental work. That, that doesn't sound good. I know. Like, Simbondo. They just like, me, 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 whatever. No <laughs> and then, apparently, he, he got frustrated with it, and then he took it all. He, like, he went, and he got a lot of work done, and then he decided to get some braces done, because right. he thought he might as well get it while he was I there. guess that's, that's like yeah. going to Thailand for a t- sex change. Well, maybe not that as intense, but not as that as intense. But uh, I was asking, metaphor. I was like, I was like, did you get like spinner rims on your fucking teeth and shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like, a glow headset. Does he have the headset? No, I don't know. Glow in dark. But apparently, yeah, he just like removed his own braces. Which I knew a guy in Amsterdam that used to be like that too. Where. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I never really asked because it was so like weird. But his braces, this guy in Amsterdam, I knew. It. I don't know if he made them himself or what, but they were like so <laughs> twisted and weird. And it was just like I'd look at this kid and he'd be always at like after hour parties and stuff, like hanging out with him. Like, what the fuck is going on with this guy's mouth? Anyway, braces look like are annoying. And apparently, James got super annoyed and just went and tore him out. So. uh you know, it was one of those things where uh, I'm kind of glad. I, I was like, why didn't you get the Invisalign? And he's like, I know, I should have done it. See, here I am selling Invisalign. I should be, da, 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 da. guess what? New sponsor on the Adam Dunn Show. Smile. Hey. They would not use me as a fucking example. Well, I, they could, I guess, if they 
straight machete. <laughs> JJ, Invisalign, you want to do it? Should, no, we, do it? No, Should we do a challenge? The, 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 the <laughs> I might, but I was actually thinking about getting braces. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit! But now, now I'm you're out. done. Yeah, not oh. well. Don't do after. Well, don't go to Mexico. <laughs> That's for sure. Don't go to Mexico. But if you want to get seeds, go to seedsnow.com yeah. and check out the. Your site is looking crazy now. Look at it. Yeah. Dude, no cloned vember sales, man. No clone. That's pretty cool. That's fun. That's fun. A lot of eights. Fifty-eight, eighty-eight. Whole bunch of different people. I guess this is like. Oh, it's gonna be James, right? It's gonna be like Kanye. He's gonna be all his teeth all fucking clamped. Yo, yo, <laughs> who we got on the line? Yeah, actually, eleven for uh, you. Uh, all right, now can I hear you? Are you mumbling or what's going on? No, no, no. I said I had to call in after that. After that, eleven from JJ. Put me on blast. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, I, uh, they pissed me off. I was, I was not going to do the fucking races for a year. I was on day two and this kind of shit on my mouth. So I said, well, this is a fucking stupid thousand dollar idea. And then I pulled them off. <laughs> how do you pull, how do you pull <laughs> them off? Did you have like, like wire cutters? Like, I, I send done pictures. I have uh, pictures or it didn't happen. So he's got, he's got pictures. Pair of pliers? So, yeah. Uh, a pair of tunnel cutters and basically uh, <laughs> the fucking ring screwdriver from like the ring doorbell oh thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like a scene out of a fucking movie saw. I, I get it. You know what I mean? But it was like 3 a.m. I was pissed. I was on pain pills. <laughs> fucking just not happening. But the rest of my girl is okay. No more, no more spinners. Uh, so yeah, uh, tell, us, tell us some of your specials while I, while I do a dab over here. All right. Oh, by the way, I'm super jealous of that fucking giant sauce. It's very, very tasty. I'm not sure it is, but uh, super jealous of that sauce for sure. On your table there. Uh, special. So we got the new uh, uh, special for the month. Um, oh, I, got, I can't listen to my own show. But uh, so everybody know last last month we did the crappy giveaways. Can do what? Listen to yourself. Oh, listen to the same show. No, I can't do it. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know. I learned. I learned. Uh, but last month we did the Crockett giveaway, so you bought uh, so, uh, so many packets. Uh, every, every pack of Crockett that you bought gets you got you put into the drawing, and um, we are going to draw you on the fifth. And we've got a, a Yeti cooler that's his logo. That's got our logo on it. His logo on it. It's got twenty packs of t-shirt, all kinds of good stuff. Um, for the month of November, the breed of the month is going to be uh, Duke Diamond Dominion Seed. We've got a, a custom uh, Bowie knife. With his logo on it as well for that. So, um, JJ will be coming up some shortly here as well. But, um, so I know, uh, <laughs> I don't know all my specials, but I know a bunch of them. Uh, I know that we've got Sea Junkie, uh, going right now for a ridiculous price of 118 a pack. Those are usually around the 150. Um, JJ hasn't talked about him yet, but hopefully he will shortly. We just got, uh, another top dog drop, uh, had four new strains in it, four new to us. And so hopefully he'll run through those. Um, the sales this month, uh, the no clone vember. Uh, we've got exotic cleaning out uh, pretty much all of his stock from like uh, stuff we did a couple of years, like a year or two back. So fifty-eight, eighty-eight a pack. Uh, that's pretty really good. That's very sixty bucks for like a ten pack of exotic is ridiculous. Uh, all unity stuff. The unity stuff I have left is twenty percent off. Um, 
by from Duke by either the Granny Skunk, the G13, or the Mountain Berry from Dominion Seed Company. Get one free pack. All of Oni Seed, six packs for 98 bucks. Uh, buy one Brothers Grim Pack, get a second Brothers Grim Pack free. Uh, all, Crockett, all, all Crockett Family Farms, buy one pack, get one, one pack of his new Cherry Springer, which I think is a great name. Uh, compounds, 20% off, Seed Junkies, 118 a pack. Um, we've got some, some huge seeds, uh, packs that are moving out for special for 28.88 a pack. What? Uh, bottom shelf, bottom shelf, bottom I, shelf. I, I, I'm, I know. Boom. Gone. You guys better jump on those, Get these things out of here. For November, November, no clones. We want, for 28 bucks, I mean, I, I got to get people in the game for something. And that's, that's the money you spend on two clones. And so buy a pack of seeds. Figure out that growing from seeds is more healthier. It's more vigorous. There's going to be such a difference. You'll never go back. And so that's kind of what we're tempting them with. We've got TH seeds. Uh, homegrown natural wonders and some uh, of the, the, the La Plata packs, all at twenty-eight eighty-eight pack. Kind of entice anybody out there who hasn't grown from seed yet. Come on, thirty bucks. Let's do this. Okay, I'll call Josh, uh, Josh and tell him he's on the bottom shelf with me too. I'll be like, hey, Josh, man, me and you. No, we're the bottom shelf crew now. Oh well. No, no, no. I don't carry. I don't carry bad genetics because there's no reason to carry bad gear. I carry good gear. No, um, there's nothing on my. I don't have a bottom shelf. Okay, it's okay. We're it's a deal, y'all. We don't feel you're not making me feel that bad. You can tell. So, <laughs> so uh, okay. So now you're 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 not like Kanye anymore. You're not all clamped up. I thought you're yeah, totally Kanye. Yeah, I remember back when he had his teeth all wired together or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone thought he was cool. Yeah, I didn't even know who he was. Yeah, no, I, I was I, like, oh, he's got his. He I didn't even know. This guy's so cool. He sings with his fucking mouth wired. Like, wow, whatever. And now look at him. Now look at this fucking guy. Yeah, I think his first song was <laughs> "Through the Wire." Or, you know, Through his, the Wire. His, his there breakout, you go. His breakout oh, song. That was his breakout. Say. There you go. See, I breakout, had it on so. vinyl. Oh. Not to be that guy. Oh, wow! Very cool. Let's see. Yeah. Big deal. See, yeah, no, I, 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 I couldn't no. do it. I no. couldn't do it. I was basically, it was an afterthought. I was like, you know what? I can just get the fucking Invisalign. I don't have to deal with this chair in my mouth. And yeah, I'm done. So, and I couldn't go fly back to Mexico and get him pulled off. So, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to buy seeds. That's <laughs> what you're going to do. You're going to buy seeds. Buy seeds, seeds here take, now. Make some money well, and go uh, to a real dentist. Uh, buy seeds from seeds here now. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was it was expensive. It's like I could I got stuff a third of the price. I mean, gosh, it was cheaper. It's dentistry is dentistry. Well, you get what you Generally. pay for. But, <laughs> same thing in the seed game. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk, JJ. I just need to make. It. We'll talk. But <laughs> dentistry is expensive. Expensive. Anyways, uh, buy packs, buy seeds. Seeds are more healthy and vigorous. Shout out to the chat gang. Uh, those guys are always in there doing lots of questions. I did have a tip or uh, a question for Dunn. Uh, I think I had some grow tips on MK Ultra. If you could uh, pass anything along about growing MK Ultra out. As far as and then don't let JJ get away without doing four strains for me. Okay. Uh, from seed MK Ultra, there's actually like a purple particular pheno that I'm just always looking for, and that seems to be the one that it's kind of the same. I think it's the same one that. Um, uh, Gato used for his Nicole cross, which ended up blanketing Colombia, which I was kind of funny. I was like, oh, like, oh, really? Like, yeah, it's the number one plant in Colombia. <laughs> and I was like, cool. So, yeah, you want that uh, purple pheno, whether it be male and, and, or female. So Was uh, that an OG? 
Yeah, it's OG G thirteen original, right. and it was and it was the um, the ogre. Uh, okay, which is uh, Kenji's basically Kenji's version, you know, which still the same. It's just right, right. The OG, and that that's kind of where it went the from the ogre to the OG transition, you know, and. That was kind of the... And you did that in the... Ni- was it in the 90s you did yeah. that? Yeah, and that was the first... That was like the first kind of <clears throat> jump from Josh and, and, and crew, you know? Right. And so, so that from was... From the ghost bit, essentially, is that what you're saying? No, the ghost got it from... Uh, from them, yeah. No, actually, well, ghost got it from... Uh, what's his name? The Oregon Kid. Oh, is it, so you're saying that was a genetic mutation, the ogre? No, it's, no. The, same, it's the same guy. It was just okay. different... Right it's just the same cut, just called Ogre and then called OG and then, you know, the same yeah, kind of. I hear you. Cool. A lot of the same cut. There wasn't any work done at <laughs> the beginning, except, well, the, yeah. for, except for S1s by mistake. And right. I mean, like, what the hell is this? There was like, that's pretty much the work I was getting done because nobody was really devoting space to it. Yeah. And nobody really had, I mean, Bubba was a fucking mistake. And, it, you know, it's like, yeah. all these things were like, and, and that's where the the snakiness of that like you know oh well there's three different things in the room and then same kind of thing happened uh with sour and things like that where there's a little you know there's that kind of like could been could have been this could have been that and and that's just because there was a not real work but like herm or you know s well basically (laughs) when it comes down to it it comes to it's pretty much herm you know what i mean that's like and uh yeah you know as we all know, mutations in the be- are the best fucking jump for quality. Like, that's when you get these, like, wait a minute, this thing is twice as good as the other one. It's because yeah. it's, like, this is a full mutation instead of it just being, like, it's not like ice cream where you just blend it, you know what I mean? Like, oh, dude, you take chocolate yep. and fucking strawberry and you got straw chocolate, you know. Chocodana, you know, and you're like, mm, okay, it is until you mix it too much, and then all of a sudden it just turns into like some whatever, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what I think the, from a reader point of view, and like from like realizing that it's like people go, why did it take two years? It's like because it's not really like it's not the same thing as like mixing, you know? It's like it's yeah, like selecting, and it's like we're lucky to have numbers to now be able to finally be able to. Put a thousand seeds down and go like, oh, cool, one in a thousand. It's one tenth of the, of the way it should be. <laughs> you know, it should be yeah. one in ten thousand. If it was one in ten thousand, then it'd be like super proper breeding to the point where you'd be like, all right, I put my fucking. And if you tested every one of them and you put it all through, the, you know, then you're like, all right. Which we've. Is, we, there's very spend, few people who have been lucky enough to be able to do that. You could spend yeah. a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that'd be the best way to do a lot of the stuff. But the problem is also that the starting material. Is all tainted, so most of it. Yeah. So we're like, <laughs> so we're like, okay, well, we've got all this, you know, mostly tainted material, and and if it's land race, they're mostly tainted too. You know what I mean? So it's fucked. Like we've, yeah. it's almost like the plastic. How we know that is tainted the world? It's everywhere. You know what I mean? There's so much plastic in little tiny little bits that it's inside our food and inside. Oh yeah, microplastics. Yeah. Oh, that's. It's miserable to think right. about. Oh, it's terrible. It's like, I, right I don't want right to. When you dose, yeah. you need to think of that kind of shit. Yeah. You're like, you know what I was just thinking about? <laughs> Microplastic. Oh, shit. Seriously, though. Shit's that, kicking that in. Is, oh, that's no. the worst stuff. That's, <laughs> this isn't good. That's How the much last thing you want. You think, oh, it's all over me. 
<laughs> no, it is. It's, but it is. It, it is kind of like yeah. It is. I don't eat fish, man. I was, yeah. I'm scared. I, I was reading about that. You know, like the fish will eat it because so it's micro size. So genetically, like the plant is almost at that phase though, where it's 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 they're so hard to find stuff that's pure. And there there is places for sure, but it's that unfortunate thing of like like when I worked for Sensi Seeds in Amsterdam. When I worked for Ben, Ben would always tell me, like, oh, psh, we have everything. And I'd be like, that's bullshit. There ain't no way you have everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, we have it all. You have it all. Yes, everything. Categorized. Poop, poop, you know? I was like, to the point where I was just like, this is impossible. Then I went and, like, grew out. That's when I grew the bubble gum. And I was, like, yeah. pulling, bringing it every day. I'd bring in a different pheno. And they would smell and go, oh, that's the juicy fruit. And, oh, that's this. And I was like... No, 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 no. I'm telling you, this this came from you know this is from a guy in the states who brought the seeds to here, and then that was, I was get, that's when I got kind of pissed off because I brought it in and it, everything I showed, they'd be like, nah, that's this, that's Afghan one, and you know, but sure enough, it's like I have no idea because it could have been sure, and then many other times after that, I like literally found out it was, and I was like, fuck, like. Really? <laughs> like maybe they did have everything because they have like a lot to do with. That's one thing the drunkers had, and I give them respect now because when I worked at, for them, I not that I didn't respect, hundred percent respect to them, but I didn't have like that. That was my big pet peeve. That was like, there's yeah. lots out there, man. You can't have, you know, there's so many different strains out there, but yeah. Some people in the industry have flown around with lots of seeds and given them to a lot of people in the wrong places and yeah. documented it even on TV. I forgot what those guys were called, but yeah, it's terrible. It's a terrible practice of mm. dropping off feminized, yeah. shitty colored seeds <laughs> to little tribal kids and saying, yes, grow these and ruin your local gene pool. I'll be off. See you later. <laughs> gene pool killers. On the next episode of Gene Pool Killers, we have... <laughs> the so-called now, king of cannabis. <laughs> well, the problem with that... Well, I mean, the good part is, and the hard part is, is as a grower, like if you take, say you take a, a real known strain here, bring it to a place that has already very heavy indigenous strains that are already been there for, you know, hundreds of years, like South Africa or like uh, uh, South America or somewhere like that, that you're like, and then you just like tried to keep it there on its own and do multi-generations yeah. of stuff. You, you you can only do it by clone, and even by clone you probably would figure out that it would get fucked up after a while. But totally. if you try to grow it in like seed form, I think you would just get... Especially if you try to do outdoors in any way, shape, or form, you're going to get, like, knocked out. Like, with Jamaica, same thing. Everything yep. gets Jamaica-fied. <laughs> well, <laughs> gets you know, like, that's you because, know. you know, all, all those strains are acclimated to the climate there. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and there is already a... Especially if you go to places that have, like, their own little wild weed going on because people have grown it for long enough there, you know? Like, in, in certain parts of Africa, there's definitely areas that have, uh, you know, wild... There's, like, real... Cultivated weed, and then there's bush weed, and the bush weed is actually sometimes not that bad. Like there's areas that have like total what you would consider bush weed, and think about bush weed. Then it's like like in Nigeria, there's I mean I don't know if it's thirty percent, but high twenties, mm-hmm. you know, in the bush in, in like yeah. bush weed, but small buds, yep, and just there. But then maybe next to it is four percent. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's like farmer to farmer and spot to spot but it's there 
Oaxaca was like that too, you know, like the or like a lot of the orange, skunky orange that we know now came from that that region in Mexico, and that's kind of you know, it's similar to what you're saying, you know, and it's it's you know it's we can follow it back, you know. My my kid's learning right now, so he's watching the show. You know, uh, well, as, uh, <laughs> my six-year-old is like, yeah, yeah really? Walking? Oh. Come home. Well, I was going to say, is the, the other thing, like <laughs> South African genes, we, we typically are like, yeah, Durban, Durban this, Durban that. And then we forget that Malawi is like, knock yeah. you on your ass. Yeah, and that's, and that's you know? um, notably less prevalent, but at the same time, yeah. behind a few things out there that you, really, you go like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like that. And that, and uh, there's so locally in the area there they call it the chonga, and that's like the 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 killer shit. Like so that'd be just like the kind bud. Yeah. So okay. in that, but Malawi had that like and the huge bud. So like yeah. it grows like a like it's one of those things where you're like, what the fuck is absolutely that? You know what I mean? It's like bizarrely big and yeah. can be strong, but not always. It's, it's hit and miss too on that. All the, all, at least the ones I've had are, are, were surprisingly, you know, I don't think of it as a strong, you know, just that region in general. But yeah, There was a cut of Malawi going around that I got a hold of, and it was the, had that kind of carroty, kind of almost pissy kind of smell to it. Very similar to uh, the Uptown Haze, you know, but different though. Mm-hmm. And it grew really short for, you know, I mean, kind of like what you're saying, really big. They were big buds. Like football kind of bud, but, but it wasn't. But not it was very dense. It was, yeah, for a, a sativa, it was kind of short, medium to short, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. No. It wasn't that big, stretchy, you know, wild sativa. We're not, I mean, and, and Mo and I kind of discussed about the sage because we, you know, there's like it's got some big serholi, and I'm kind of thinking it seems like it's it's something yeah, African yeah. based in that which would have a more of a THCV kind of right. background, which is what also yeah. a lot of African strains have. Which is, right. I think, what's going to be the neck one of the next things that people are really like focusing on, just because from a smoker's point of view, it actually has an effect. You know what I mean? Like the THCV does something where you're like. Oh shit! That really was weird. <laughs> like that actually had a Delta Eight too, man. That's that's yeah. I, think, I feel like those two are. are uh, and Delta Eight, I've sm- smoked some recently that was pure, and it was like weird. It's it, absolutely bizarre. It's, it hits you yeah. like thirty minutes later, or, yeah, something, or fifteen, twenty minutes later. Something it's that was like, like really intensely, like later. Just like, weirdly, it just like creeps up. Like on yeah, you. somebody's well, like, yeah, it doesn't really hit you. Right you're like, yeah, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like you're yeah. like, feel like you're just extra high like for it's a second <laughs> you're like wow. I'm really high like, like it makes me believe that like maybe maybe some of the longer lasting uh, highs or come from some uh, some cultivars that have higher delta 8 in it you oh. know and it just kind of extends it comes in later at that, a later time that was going to be my next question do you guys know of any cultivars Shit. that that kind of do like any true creepers you know what I mean I don't know People always talk about creeper highs. I don't experience that really. Yeah, me either. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, high right off the bat. Yeah, me too. I'm, I smoke, I'm wasted. Yeah. <laughs> so not, I think I think I think um, in in a way like a good Neville's is like that because it doesn't really hit you right. I mean, it's not a super long creeper. I think any Indian like uh, sort of weird like Asian 
Sativa is more. Yeah, like Thai, Thai influences and stuff Lebanese like that. too. I think uh, as well has has a, a, a later lasting, long lasting effect, and I think there's something well, to sometimes that. Sometimes you get that anxiety kind of well, jittery. The, yeah, that like definitely Laotian weed stuff like that, like all those kind of so called ties, but actually more Laotian. Yeah, sort of influence. Those are always those real weird like hairs on the back of your neck kind of go up hmm. and you're all like like it's a bit weird it's almost like it's too much in a good way yeah it's like it's it's a hard it's a it's not something you smoke with lightweights yeah and the same thing with like the sage has a weird thing like that where the first time people smoke it they just shut up Sage, Maybe that's why people want me to smoke uh, it more often. Uh, smoke that more often. No way, no way. Shut the hell away. I had a guy smoke some sage in my office, and he he, he had to lay down on the floor because he just got an like, anxiety <laughs> attack, you know. Wow. And he was an older guy in his 60s, so I was like a little concerned. Yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah, I, I like that. that. I need some wow. of that. <laughs> I, I love the sage that Tim gave me. It's yeah. beautiful. It's got this real orange... Yeah, beautiful. Tim, Tim, uh, we call it the tea sage. His this is the tea sage. Tea sage. Yeah, yeah. that is delicious. It's, it's that was in the ADSI, nice. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. funny. We we have also have a canatonic pheno that actually, and Tim can attest to this. It's identical. Like yeah. you you put these things next to each other, and we we're just like we're all connected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. That's interesting. Um, Should reverse one of them and cross them together. We're gonna listen. see what happens. You know, we gotta. Got some fun things happening, but, <laughs> but that also has a tiny bit of that lemon G slash something something in the background where you're just talking like, the, the tiniest the, the sage. Yeah, that, yeah. That I mean, one the sage is, is that, different. That particular yeah. one though has like a sort of soapy, that soapy weird something going on in the background where you're like, "The fuck is that?" You know? It's yeah, it's it's unique that one for sure. It's yep. good. It's really it's beautiful. Um, and up here they have the Foco Sage, which is really famous in Colorado, which is like more the, the other side, the, the more the it's a little bit like so Tim's and the Foco kind of both lean on the Afghan side of the Sage influence, sure. and then the other side, which I like, is the more sandalwoody kind of sativa side, which yeah. is like the Zeta Sage, which uh, Mojave, who helped me develop it, put out. Oh, man. Uh, I thought Pink uh, Floyd song was about to nice. start. Nice. We got a bass player over here. He's ready. He's ready. ready to go. Did you go into action? Did you go into action? <laughs> yeah. like, I bet your brain did that, too. <laughs> I totally <laughs> did, actually. We used to play that song in high school. <laughs> That's exactly sure. what I did right when I heard that. <laughs> um, so it, are you going to be doing like a... Are you looking for anything like that, like the haze, like those kind of hazes? Yeah, like, you know, you, I'd do like... you have it in your, in your sling? Yet, I or? have, yeah. So I, I've, you know, like everybody, you know, you've you've been collecting... I've been collecting my whole life since I was a, a teenager, man, you know. Oh, so it's nice. it's it goes back, and like most of everyone sitting here, you know, you just have your... your you have your stable, and you, um, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to grow up in a agriculture, horticulture environment my whole life, and I learned oh. to make new seed to save new seed, and I just kept on keeping on you know everything you know everything i've ever ran i've kept so um in some form or another whether it be a clone or a seed so right and that's one of the reasons why i got into making seeds just because you know you'd get a clone yeah you know and so we we lost so many things in the past that you know you know finally i made the decision you know what every clone i get i'm gonna make at least a seed make some kind of uh, seed form of it and you know at least i'll have some kind of 
you know, yeah, representation like, of like it. When I was a kid, there was a, you know, there's a strain called Chester County Super Skunk. It was amazing. It was this old 70s, like, roadkill. And I got a hold of it, and I, you know, re, you know, just made new seeds of it. You know, so I could later explore it later and, and wait for that have time. You, have you done anything with them? I'm a, this is the whole project <laughs> in Mass is about ex- exploration of really? those genetics and, wow. and going on a deep dive and, and really working into the into the cannabis genome and trying to understand more about what I just don't understand about what we all think we know so much about. All right, no, because that's definitely you know, like a lost thing that everyone's looking for is, yeah. is that roadkill. Yeah, know? you know, I think that's a project we're going to start first with. Um, we've identified, you know, 33 individual uh, cultivars we want to work with first and then we're going to pare those down from those from that those individual seed collections that we have of those each cultivars and if we get males and females we feel that are desirable and we're going to work closely with phylos to try to make sense of some of this stuff even though it's not completely buttoned up you know but we, you know I've got to take a leap of faith to try to understand some of this you know and I don't think it's perfect by any means but um what I do know is that it'll help me understand more about um, the dark corners of it all, you know, and and maybe we get closer, and maybe we we miss the mark. I don't know, you know, yeah, but well, at least yeah. I tried. No, you know? it, it all starts yeah. with finding a special female. You know, what I mean, so yeah. if you find that special female, then it, then it's about trying to find yeah. something that's going to be suitable to, to breed with male wise. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a deep dive that. Um, you know, I wouldn't continue um, for the next, the rest of my life. I mean, this is about the next phase of, of everything and trying to bring everything full circle in a, in a way that I could have never done 10 years ago. You know, it's just, that's really what it's about. It's kind of taking the art that I've been so passionate about um, my whole life and just trying to, you know, bring everybody into the conversation too and work with other people as well. Listen, I, you know, like... We have a cut of Star Dog. You know, we want to. We we love love to get the blessing first. You know, oh, before we we even. <laughs> you know, well, it's not. <laughs> it's not about that, but it's it's about exploration, okay. the genetics, and and yeah. really, uh, being you know, being open and, and artist, artist. You know, yeah. it's, it's that's what it's about, and yeah. not trying to. You know, no, like be, build I, hype over yeah. things that aren't yeah. real. <laughs> As we. As, as we get in this bizarre Like, I place. have no problem with people using it to make new <laughs> things. It's just that when people try to reproduce it, you know what I mean, yeah. for their own personal gain, that, that's where I have a problem. I mean, I welcome yeah. people to, 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 to work with it, to yeah. breed with it, you know what I mean? And, uh, but at the same time, at the same time, don't call me and offer me F, F2s of JJ shit for 25 cents. Yeah, well <laughs> well our angle is not to sell but, seed actually. Right, it's to it's to actually right. uh, to make, like, yeah. make medicine. I you know, I, I started making medicine for my dad, he's got Parkinson's and uh this is this is very much about uh taking that what we've went through over those years and trying to help other families and other people get better medicine. And that's kind of what the angle for everything that I've been working towards for what and, we're doing. And, you know, and I've had people come up to me at shows and say, yeah, you know, you're guava, you know, yeah. it, you know, I, it helps, you know, with this condition. And there's really nothing more satisfying knowing that something that you created is actually helping yeah. helping someone. And when someone tells you that personally, it's, you know. Transcends. Yeah, yeah, it's it's beautiful. So yeah, and, and, and I think that's what all my, I mean, all my best breeders I would, I would say are in it for that reason. Like they're not in it because they want to make money. They're trying to make enough seeds of in it because 
they found something that's a passion and they try to, and they're trying to work with that and, and, and solidify it or, or get down to the truth of it and figure out what exactly it was that helped them or helped their family member. No so doubt. all my best guys are like, like, like Mad Farmer, for example. Mad's a great guy. And he's doing it for, for breeding for lupus. He's got lupus. And he knows that the purples work for him. He knows that the Urkulas and the lavender are both special. So, um, you know, it's, 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 or they're trying to preserve a line or keep something from, from, from fading into existence because we've lost, just like JJ said, we've lost so much stuff over the years. People have just by not, but right, either by the Dutch, or the Dutch uh, reading stuff, or, <laughs> or just not well, you know, you can also imagine that all the all the, the 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 skunk problem. The reason why everybody's trying to find yeah, it is probably it's probably because it got people busted really bad. You know what I mean? Like everybody, once people clued in on that right. smell, yes. like you know, <laughs> I, all, those, all those people got busted along yeah. the way. Like it was like all the fireweed just kind of got milked out. I heard you know, a rumor right? that Sam is actually going back into a deep dive. To, uh, yeah, but, but Sam really didn't have nothing to do with that particular what we're talking about. We're talking talk, about uh, this, you're talking about the, uh, the I'm just on roadkill. Roadkill. Okay, so the about like, like free carbon okay. filter. Yeah, no, I've yeah. had that conversation. Yeah, I've had that conversation with like him. The only years thing that ago, came out of Amsterdam was the super skunk that yeah. seemed yeah. to have that kind of vibe, which is Afghan skunk one. And that 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 well, like I said earlier, that 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 roadkill that I was telling you about, that was not. I don't think that was from Sam's stock at all. No, I, I mean his was, stuff was more for towards the sweet. Fruit sweet, yeah. And just, and just yeah, and I think really a lot of that, you know, just like Adam said, a lot of that came from the Afghan side of it. Makes sense. The super skunk. Yeah, the super skunk is like kind of the, it's like the chem D of their line, where it was like the most funky musky right, of, right. All, of all their little things, you know, they had. And that Afghan one crossed out the best. Like that was the one that, between the, I think those two, you know, you two, skunk, the Thing about the skunk is it, it was you'd always get about eighty percent. You would never get the full potential of that thing. It was right. always weird. But then the Afghan and, and something that I had heard about about the old the old road trail is that the old it was a lot of people say it was an, an Afi Mexican Afi, where some people believe it was an, an Afi Thai Afi, and that Thai was the actual one. And I was yeah. the sweet ones was the Mexican Thai. I don't think so. That kind no. of because no. I, 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 from what I understand, the Calio was actually found from skunk one stock. That's just it was just a a, a pheno that was that, found that I wouldn't doubt. and same with Duncan's uh, cheese was was yeah, just a skunk exactly yeah. that was a skunk yeah. one old throwback like yeah. that was actually like a reject. So you learned something every day. So cheese was from not the so that is that the, the UK cheese difference. Cheese was from skunk one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a skunk pheno. Yeah, yeah. yeah. skunk pheno. Skunk pheno that that was sort of like selected in England and. It was like a weird one. It was like one of the ones, and then those guys were like, "Yeah, that's the one we threw away." Like when I asked Watson, <laughs> and they were like, "That was the one we thought we'd never see we again. We thought we'd never see that again." Too much but it was <laughs> too strong. To <laughs> kill. The cheese is, is that the same cheese that you used in your formaggio? It's just the same cheese that everybody. Yeah, it's like Buddhist, Buddhist, big Buddhist style. You know, I mean, can, everybody's the Exodus. The Exodus is what I use, but you know, it's the same sort of. Uh, it's all right. Could you tell me more about the formaggio there, buddy? Uh, so it's the it's the uh, Osage, which is funny because over here they have Osage too, which is the street. But and an Osage being the uh, the son of sage, right? Ah, the son of sage, and that's my male. So luckily, it all makes sense. It's not like, hey, it, that doesn't make sense, bro. It's, you know, I was like, hey, wait a minute. For once, it all makes sense, and I didn't plan it that way because I was all bummed out because the. The, the 
GOP. Yeah, the, <laughs> the green onion pheno. The green onion pheno did make sense. To, it was like it made sense in my brain, and then all of a sudden, with the election coming up, and it was like, so it's called GOP. I was like, that is not a good name. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That's a terrible name. So, yeah. so now it's just Osage. It keeps it a little more. Keeps it a little more. Uh, but I had a whole whole bunch of things I did across with that. And the thing about that is interesting is it it really carries over the what we can, what we call the S6, which was the mo- the the self plant that produced the seed. So we kind of it was like one of those. Anytime we got a seed off this plant, uh, because it kind of would did the classic where throw that one or two seeds and always grow them out and you know like you like you'd expect mostly female. But we had a good we had we had this male and carries really like that exact very good heavy weight kind of a weird like that particular one of course has that bluey cheese thing yeah. that is very uh thing i like about it is very rubbery so like when you harvest it and you're hitting the bucket with it it's like it makes that noise that love like i love that noise like that's the noise i love you know like dink and it's uh nice and chunky yeah but it's not a huge like giant humongous buds but whatever like yeah it's very very uh yeah like like i said kind of a weird rubbery vibe and that's what this s6 did that's that's that cheese on its own not so much like that cheese on its own is a little and it's okay but it's not it's always like a medium yielder yeah it's it's a good tool for breeding though because it has all that it just has trichrome development the thing i didn't like about the particular uh the only thing i don't like about it is you do have to trim a like a third i hated trimming the the third of the bottom right out of the gate don't even try to grow it <laughs> that, that, that bottom third because it has so many side like it's just like the side branchiest uh, thing you've ever seen so who's that someone's going nuts not me who is that who's Mr. Popular right not, me, not me not wow. me wow turned it off turned ghost it down. Yeah, we are in a see it. we are in a former you, um, see it. no mine's mine's sweet I don't have nothing is you your iPad no <laughs> Uh, who knows? Who knows? It's a ghost. It's a mystery. This used to be a CIA interrogation room, so this could be all sorts of shit going on. You, know, you have no idea what went down here. That was the mic's turning Speaking on. You guys are starting to freak me out. Yeah, where are we at? We're like a, we're you notice how you couldn't the find the room. Nowhere. You yeah. notice you couldn't find the room even when you came in the building. Yeah. Listen, we like, came in, we went back to the airstrip, and I just yeah. I looked at right. I looked at Zach and I said, "Listen, man, I think we're in the wrong spot. It is a weird. <laughs> There's an airstrip back yeah. there <laughs> with the mountains and everything. It's amazing. It's pretty bizarre, right? Yeah. No, it's it's beautiful though. It's cool. And you can pull your uh, G5 up whenever you go. Yeah, you have no pro- no problem. <laughs> you just load it in there. <laughs> right. Right. Fly, Fly away. Fly <laughs> off. <laughs> Um, so day, JJ, what strange did you send me? Uh, Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna have to refresh my memory. Oh, you have to refresh his memory. Yeah. <laughs> I sent you a lot. I think. I think. I, I think the Kim, like a Kim Hayes. Yeah, that's you know we've I've had that one for a while. Um, that one it, is the uh, yeah that's the Flying Dutchman's uh, original haze. Uh, times chem D, and then a male of that times the chem four. That sounds really okay. nice. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I guess uh, I also have ONYC two point Yeah. Yeah. There was a um, the a new version of the uh, original New York City diesel. Uh, I took some pollen uh, from Money Mike and uh, pollinated the um, the ninety one. 
and so that's the the, the, new, the newer version of, of the um, original New York City Diesel 3.0. Nice. And then the uh, Citron City I've got marked as new here, but I know I've had that before. I thought. Right. Uh, that one's a, a, a money a money Mike creation. Um, that is the tangerine haze. Uh, that 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 was the tangerine haze uh, female. And that was crossed into the original New York City Diesel male, but that male uh, was uh, a real citrus. Was giving off real citrusy uh, phenos. It it it, it was uh, quite interesting because uh, to get a citrusy kind of a pheno from uh, a chem line uh, was a trait that you know we never really uh, seen before. And then um, on the, so that's obviously, uh, so uh, shout out to Money Mike. That guy's really uh, props to him. He's a rad guy. Uh, and then uh, I had this question earlier from the chat gang about the 12 star, the, the structure of it, the growing flowering period. Um, yeah, actually, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm growing, I, I grew some of that out already, but um, yeah, um, the pheno that I found was quite stretchy. You know what I mean? For, uh, you know, for a, a, a chem a chem four pheno, you know, uh, uh, when we did the uh, star dog uh, crosses, you know, most of them were kind of short and you know medium to short kind of squat plants. With the, the with the ninety one back cross two crossed into the chem four. Um, we got uh, a lot bigger, bigger plants that were vigorous but yielded really well, and uh, you know it was a uh, the the flower was you know very chem four leaning, it, so it, it but it was different from the from the star dog though, so it, it was quite unique. I just ran it the one time so. We're going to see, you know, what comes out of the second run of that. Excellent. Sounds good. Um, so, Don, you want to tell me, uh, I don't know that you know, I'm sure you know, but, uh, but we just started picking up um, the Lost Age. Okay. Not to be confused with the LA Sage. Yeah, yeah. And so the Lost Age is different from the Sage besides, besides being a French bastard. But um, it's more on that. Besides being more French than the fromage, even. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Oh. I have the fromage and the La Sage. We're just on this whole French tip. Uh, yeah, well, it, you know, it makes sense, Julian being French. Uh, and Doug, my partner, having that exact. Uh, I already, I could see the development of that strain where Doug would be like, wait a minute. La Sage. <laughs> I was like, Okay. But uh, it's actually a real fucking good selection that they did. Um, they used that same S6 as a, as a base, which is the, the one that we were talking about that is the same one that I used to make the S1. And uh, it crossed, it's crossed with, it's, it's a, we, we did a short run, which is skunkage technically, uh, but it's uh, the skunk number one from Watson with the S6 sage uh then what happened was julian uh before we knew before we knew who he was he basically got a pack of seeds grew out 
a couple different females and brought it to the Spanibus and showed it to my partner. And then my partner was, this is like the year that I left. And so Doug saw, like, he was like, whoa, you grew that from our stuff? And, like, enter, you know, it got entered in a, in a cup in the Basque region, I believe, and then they won. And then so he got on board. And uh, I also got Danny Toad, I think, was one of uh, one of our listeners. And he was growing it and got the highest terp count of anything that they've ever grown off of it. And it was like, wow. Was it because of his growing method, or just because of the strain? It's always because of the strain when it's when it's me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the reason I ask is because it's like you know y- your genetics are. Well, are, no, no, you just. I mean, the thing is, know. it's not like I can't say we. Oh, yeah, you're gonna always get this this amount. But in general, if you, uh, I think people who selected in the past for more than just. You know, yield. Because yeah, 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 that's right. kind of where I think a lot of the. Well, we all hit a wall with it, right? Yeah, it's like, and it's sort of like, oh, okay, big. And I think I figured that out on the first couple of rounds just because I noticed all the biggest plants tasted the worst. <laughs> so it's like, well, those are taste like, hey, and the smallest ones, maybe, of course, are a bit of a pain in the ass to grow. Those will become like Girl Scout cookie one day or something like that. You know, like, well, it's selected for the smallest. The least vigorous thing. Yeah, and yeah, we're in this weird conundrum with that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and yet it's being spread. Not like spread like a plague. Um, but yeah, I think also flavor wise. So I was talking to somebody earlier, uh, one of uh, on the on the net that they uh, we wanted to bring up the OG Kush saga again. Yeah, and of course it is the TK lineage. And have we have we heard any more from the Supernat? Um, not friend or yeah, that yeah, Miami, Miami uh, what was his name? Miami Mago. Miami Mago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get him on the show, I think I, soon because I seems, heard seems like he has a little bit of connection with the not, aka the naughty, and you can tell it's just funny when people talk about it. It's very casually like, oh yeah, you mean that? Because it's very much like it had it had it, it definitely had some roots in that area, and uh, of Florida, which I don't think I officially announced, but it's okay. I'll keep that for the yeah. for the actual episode. But it's like a small, small area, a bunch of uh, surfers, and pretty, yep. pretty documented in the sense that it wasn't like nobody heard of it. You know, what I mean, there was definitely some people. And if yeah, if you are on the East Coast, man. You and I was, so, and I was gonna hear, and I was gonna even think that that Alec even kind of, kind of had a kind of matched it up. Well, by what? Not calling it the nut, or no, had, by saying that that's where that kind of that area. Well, he confirmed it. You mean, or yeah, he he basically, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, that was the thing is that Alec, who I, you know, we can at least say like he got seeds from this weed. He sold six pounds. He told us on the show, you know, so it was like, okay, sold six pounds, found 10, 12 seeds, whatever, and grew them out, selected. And then uh, Berger took those out to Cali. And that's where the story of that particular, you know, that, and this is what we tried to explain on the show a few, a few shows ago, that particular Kush with like, you know, gotta put these around them because it's not Kush at all. That particular plant is stringy and fucking, you know, has its very particular way of growing where you're like, yep, that's it. You know, once you know it, you know it. And then later it got crossed out and S1 and all these different uh, directions that it went. But for the most part, that same cut got, you know, passed around like crazy once it got to that point. At first it wasn't. Yeah. At first it was very close to the chest and 
Imagine if it was still like that, where there was always, oh, my God. It's, I can't believe it. <laughs> you got to be crazy. something like, like, like 500, 500 per, per, per jar was, uh, was sold, 8,000 a pound. It, yeah. was, it was sold before it was grown. Oh, yeah. yeah, back in the day, for sure, 9,000 a pound. Well, I was told that the, apparently they're all being run in the same space together right now, and that's going to be finishing up soon. So you should be able to see how they all do next to each other. Um, I think it's the first time... From what I understand, they've all been in the same room. Wasn't there some fire testing I mean, what, that went on? All? There's, there's 23 or 27 technically alls. Yeah, from what I understand, what the little I can see, I can share is that they're they're being run together by someone that that's very close to them, and um, we're gonna start to under, try to understand more about them. Yeah, it, that would be very cool. I know uh, somebody who's possibly working with uh, with the call it with uh, with a um, a university to uh, bring it back and find out as well, uh, kind of through uh, a, a process of elimination, if you will, through breeding techniques. It's either got these chromosomes, or it's got these chromosomes. Sure. So, yep. Uh, that would be very interesting as well. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it's, it's a cool project. I mean, it's look, the cannabis genome is so new. Um, we're, we're still we're just borrowing from human genetics right now, still. So we're 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 entering a. Uh, and whole new game with it all, and it's it's just so fresh in, in in the sense that we've we've never really we don't have everything in cataloged. We're never going to, and that's that's part of the walking in a dark room and bumping into things. But once you see that light, it's beautiful. So it's going to be a f- pretty interesting to see because the amount of uh, data that's being taken right now, yep, is crazy. Like you yeah, know, well, like, yeah. yeah. We just have to be open minded. It's like if we start being closed minded, it's not going to help us. You know, it's, let's try. Let's, let's at least what I try to. Exert. Let's try to be positive about what it could do to help us. Yeah, and it's right. But I think I also want to try to protect the guys that did it in the first place, though. Like, not not I, allow it to be broken down to some shit called called calm and sold in a pen. Oh, for you sure. Do that. Yeah, I, but I don't uh, think that's what the research is about, right? All right, I think we have uh, Mr. Wally. I think we're getting down. Johnson on the line. All right, James. Got a guest, real guest now. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, take care, man. Thanks. Thank you. See ya. Yo, yo, yo. Is that Mr. Johnson himself or what? Uh, I believe so. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> Good, my friend. How are you doing? I know it's late. I know it's late. I'm all right. Just got oh, you. I'm a little bit late, but I'm a night owl, so it works out just fine. Who's that? What you guys up to? Um, we are chilling. Uh, we've been on the air for a couple hours, you know, just wow. someone else is trying to ward, is trying to jump in on your conversation, but we're, we're, we're leaving them out for the moment. Whoever they may be, give us a second. <laughs> if you want to call in later, <laughs> once we got some things rolling. So when was, when, when did we have you on the show before? Like a year, over a year ago, a year and a half, year and a quarter, something like that? Two years? It's a while. No. Me, it was 2015. Damn. When I was there, three years. See how time. Yeah, flies. and I haven't been on. I haven't been on since then. <laughs> time flies. Imagine how much shit has gone on since then, right? We thought things were weird then. Now, life's yeah, I know. brave new world. <laughs> now, now you're now, and, and you've been working on this, and you've been working on the uh, uh, Mary and I. I mean, you obviously had a lot of lot of the stuff. Still here or no? They're trying again. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. There's, a, oh, no, there's no. a bit of a delay. So I'm just, no, no, somebody I'm else just trying, trying to keep up. Yeah, someone else that keeps trying. But I hate Of course. Um, so, uh, but you were working on Mary and I back then, and 
you continued, I think, went to like Israel and a few other places. So give us, for the people who obviously haven't listened to every Adam Dunn show, which I don't know how they could have not done that already. It seems impossible, right? Uh, but you, 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 you put a documentary together starting even before that, obviously. And, uh, it was based on Sweden's, you know, like got a little bit of a, of a, a crooked view of, of cannabis, which is weird because the country's so liberal and so smart and so on point with so many things. And then all of a sudden when it comes to cannabis seems to fall short, which is sad because it's probably the thing that would help out a lot of the people and a lot of the problems that they reason that they don't even that they're scared of it is because of the things that it could actually help you know what i mean it's like it's kind of an oxy uh i don't know if it's really oxymoron i don't know if that makes sense but if, <laughs> whatever it is it's definitely fucked up because <laughs> you know the people there would benefit a lot from cannabis as you obviously are aware of right it is an oxymoron it is definitely <laughs> and i think you you summed it up pretty well that's what's going on. Um, how's the documentary how's it, started? Has it, has it got better though? Sorry, has it gotten better since since we saw you last? Oh, like a hundred times. So it's it's like day and night. It's like day and night. Like even I, when I started four years ago, you know, campaigning for this. And, and let me just for everybody's listening. I I was a filmmaker who involuntarily became a cannabis activist. That's just kind of like how my route was um i started off making this documentary and i was just going to make it like a classic fact-based you know is cannabis really harmful etc you know the classic bullshit but as time progressed and i noticed you know the, uh, the, the topic was gaining more ground i realized that type of documentary would have been completely obsolete once i release it so instead i just i just you know turn it around to make it more of a story about myself and how I stumble upon this. And while trying to make a documentary, I involuntarily became the face of the whole Swedish cannabis movement. Wow. And it's just, it's just funny because, like you said, in a country where it's so stigmatized and it's a draconic laws and a draconic attitude around it, I still somehow managed to make a career off of it. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> so that's just what it progressed into. And uh, you guys are in it, obviously. Uh, coming to Colorado was a huge part of it because not just for the fantastic people and uh, all the just the, the business. It's the epic center. It's really the epicenter of, of legalization, at least then, 2015. Amen. No, I think I think it still is. It's it's a uh, it's an evolved market. Well, it's in it's in, a, it's, in a, it's in the spot. You know, like especially that we've kind of evolved now into a hemp, so-called hemp, you know, high 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 cannabinoid hemp sort of. Oh, uh, yeah low THC yeah. leaders, yep. which is... But do you think, like, since other markets right now, like California and Canada, obviously, uh, are you think, are, do you think you're going to get surpassed, or, like... Oh, I mean, by you, numbers, you of course. Have like a, yeah, numbers. By numbers, of yeah. course, but it's also, like, kind of like Amsterdam, like, the, no one can ever say that Amsterdam's not the weed capital of Europe, even if, even if other places, are, like Barcelona, have more shops and, you know, end up with better weed, it's still kind of hard to even if the weed goes shitty they always have that reputation just because of the fact of where it's kind of where it all you know it is it is where it all started really i mean there's there's little pockets everywhere like christiana and stuff like that that are you know just as old let's say but when it comes to like walking into a shop and saying let me see the menu looking at weed on a menu and buying it which was the biggest deal in the world now all of a sudden it's 
kind of everywhere. You know what I mean? It's like and, and it's the new norm. And Holland has gone completely backwards. I mean, I, isn't that interesting? You can't even buy grow equipment there. Anymore. <laughs> it's like it's nuts. People get arrested for grow equipment. You know, it's. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, God bless him, M64. I'll tell you what. So, so uh, <laughs> after you were here, when you when you came to Colorado, where else did you end up going to? Because I know you had like a world world tour still kind of in action. Would you go to Israel? No, I didn't go to Israel. Uh, actually, I didn't go to that many countries afterwards. I I went to Denmark. And I went to Spain, uh, Barcelona, and Canary Islands. Mm-hmm. So I really intended to go to more places, but that's also a problem. Because this topic is so stigmatized in Sweden, mm-hmm. I have not been able to get any traditional funds or any type of like monetary support. Um, there's SFI, Swedish Film Industry, you know, they help out a lot when it comes to documentaries. And, and Sweden is a little, like, they're really big on documentaries. It's their thing, really. Um, just some years ago, a Swedish documentary won an Oscar. It was uh, looking for Sugar Man. It was quite big. So I have not received a dime, not a rotten cent from any of these classic institutions because they have to go in line with public service. service and public service says the cannabis is bad. Mm-hmm. And here I come along. You know, make a documentary that's ultimately objective, but in their mind, it's pro, which it is. I'm not going to lie. It is pro, but there's a thousand documentaries out there that are, that are, you know, against cannabis. There can't be one pro. One talks about the magnificent abilities of hemp, you know, one that talks about CBD. So it's been frustrating, really, but it's, it's, at the same time, it's been, it's been like, it's been a proving ground. I learned so much. And it's been a really uh, grow of character as well. And, and there's just a network, like even you guys. Like I try to stay in touch with you guys every now and then. It's, it's, just, it's really been a, a, a trip of a lifetime these four years. And, you know, I'm, right now I'm, I'm really happy that it, I'm in dialogue with Netflix and HBO and all these big players. But even if it doesn't get picked up, even if it doesn't picked up, I don't regret it because... The, the topic is, is gaining ground. I think we're going to look in, we're going to decriminalize them within four years, and that's big in Sweden. Decriminalization. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I'm, and I'm, I think, I think everything here is snowballed to the point where it's like, you know, definitely the next uh, election is going to be a pretty hard sell to go. Like I mean, the amount of people now that are uh, able to vote that are cannabis friendly are exactly. going to get over. You know, it's getting into the high sixties. I think exactly. in, in reality. Uh, um, but uh, you know, it's like the um, the uh, the momentum's there. It's weird how like we have did, did, now. So what was happening in Mexico? There, there was something happened the other day there too. They, what did they With do? The legalization? Yeah. 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 So they, I mean, I think it was like their Supreme Court. Or they, something they're like rolling. Theirs. Yeah, they're doing. They're getting ready to gear everything up. I mean, they want it. They want. They want to be. They want to basically. They want to clam us in. Yeah, right. You know? So I we'll have Canada on one side. <laughs> they pretty Mexico much said that. Yeah, they're not <laughs> against uh, uh, legalizing it nationally. That's. <laughs> I think it. They look at it the same way as Canada. They just look at another export that pretty they much. they can really get um, help the economy. So. Yeah, it make, obviously yeah it's going to re- re- reduce crimes and gangs, probably. So. Terrible ideas. Terrible ideas. 
can't believe it. <laughs> and that and that's and that's the crazy thing too is like you know since you've were here, I mean, it. I mean, it hasn't. It's not that it got really worse here, but it definitely like a spotlight is not on Colorado anymore. It's moving around kind of state by state. But it's weird uh, how it's weird how like you kind of see when it is legal it's not so good anymore <laughs> like it's kind of like oh my god it's like, the new norm for oh, us rude rude like oh man it's like, it's like you're <laughs> but, uh, but but has there what was the name of that proposition that was going to allow you to have like coffee shop style dispensaries did, um, when is that it, it did pass i300 initiative 300 and, it, and that was only in denver and you are one of the few guys that have you but your spot has is going to have that at some point right is that, that right? is the idea that's the idea okay. it's, it's a coming. dream it's coming it's just a dream but, right? uh, nothing ever happens but yeah the uh <laughs> it's called the uh the coffee joint and oh, yeah, uh, completely we, legal we've, and we've the, done it we've done one show yeah it's, it's very cool it's, it's and that's a crazy thing. Though, oh, it's right. like it's oh. one place in Denver. Can you but imagine? yeah, it's it's in the industrial a- area, you know, off the beaten tracks, and it's because the city made it so hard. They made so many rules that yeah, you know, that, limited that's, yeah, that's where the you could problem, put them. You know, with legalization, regulation, and rules. You know, it's just a bummer. They yeah. they they put so many rules and regulations on us, but uh, you know, uh, we, you play by the rules and uh, you find a way and so. So we got like a, a little clip to play, right? Like a little, so we're gonna play a clip. Are you playing it? No, you're not playing. Oh, yeah, it. I'm just playing it. Are you just playing it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but it's got it's got text. On the yeah, top. I got the captions on. Oh, we got the captions. So it's even better. So we can just chat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Boom. Boom. Yes. Um, but you can you can play it too, bro. Okay. Okay. Good. So you want to go back to the beginning? Play it. There, there we go. Now everyone knows what's going on, but it's okay. Yeah, what's happening? We're going to play your clip real quick, so if you want to do a bong hit or something, I would do that. Now's the time, my friend. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you haven't heard about Sweden, you're probably picturing a small, mountainous country. Is it in our things? Or no? um, I don't know how to make it go through our things. But it's online. Yeah. Turn ours off. Mics. Mics off? Um, this is the old one. This is the old one? Oh, is it? Yeah, that, well, not old one. This is like the initial, like the first one, the initial one I made four years ago. I made like a, a recent one, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can send the, rec- uh, the newest one to face of base uh, at Gmail, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to do that while we're... Uh, While we're doing the rest of our thing. You want to do that? Who Wrong. should I send it? Who should I send it to? Face of base. F a c e o f b a s s. Face of base. Face of base. <laughs> and anybody who wants to send anything to uh, MTI now, you know, oh, wow. his yeah. whole inbox will be full of dick pics now. Face of base. <laughs> Great. <laughs> from all his. From all the. Face all of base. Yep. Face of base. Face of base. Yes. Yeah. Your face. Or you can face. put the link in the <laughs> chat room, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me see here. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, you, like, when you're in a country like Sweden, you definitely are going to always have pushback. Um, but now you got a lot more ammo than you did when you were here because it seems like everywhere, we're, like we talked about Mexico, places, you know, uh, a lot of places that I didn't even realize, like like Colombia, for instance, when I was there recently, and I realized that they've had a 
since the 80s they've had you know you can grow 20 plants you know and it was just nice. like huh that might be the most some well, of the oldest you know semi-legal places ever yeah I mean yeah and uh, so you, are you doing like a new screening now is that the plan now you have a new uh, kind of updated thing and you're getting you just are you still are you just still looking for like independent like big sponsorship to get into the next level no well uh, what I'm looking for right now is just distribution for the film mm-hmm. and uh, but you know you can't just sit still hoping for somebody to pick it up meanwhile I'm screening it pretty much everywhere possible so I'm getting you know some people writing me and from various cities not just in Sweden but also in Spain and Switzerland and other places. I really want to come to Corrado. Uh, I spoke to CC just briefly about it, maybe, yeah. maybe to show it at no- Noco, uh-huh. and cool. that would be that would be cool because I, yeah, because I I feature Noco in it obviously, and I feature uh-huh. you in it obviously, and uh, so it, it has a connection to Denver slash Colorado. It would be really cool just to show the NOCO if they have the ability. Well, yeah, and also, uh, like... But that's the plan. Like, lately, too, like, things that we were talking about back then that we were all kind of dreaming are all happening now. Like, there are, you know, <laughs> there are places that you can drive and be like, damn, that's all hemp, you know? Like, yeah, just keep long driving. Oh, no drive through Longmont. And, and <laughs> you know, they used to be like, oh, one day these are going to be like that. And the crazy part is that there's a lot of those that are like right there too there's no way <laughs> oh yeah it's unbelievable yeah, yeah right off the 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 main road there you'll, no... you'll smell it you're like and then you look over and you see the colas yeah because you know they don't they don't super crop them or train them or anything they just got the they look like little christmas trees and <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> amazing wow. it's, it, it's quite amazing <laughs> it's, it's, quite, no, it's quite amazing i would be i would be i would so be down to come back because last time i was there was there for four days and and I was just stressing. No, and I just you, you, you guys got some chill. good shit. So I was just high constantly. It's just Colorado to me just felt like a dream, like a four day stacked dream where I was just like, boom, open up my eyes. Here I here I am at the edible factory. Boom, now I'm at the Ho- Noco Hemp Fair. Exactly. It was just it was just crazy. So I would love to come back for maybe like at least a week and just take my time. And, you know, I'm really into history. You have some historic sites, some Anasazi, Native American stuff that I never got to check out. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm more into, like, I'm not really into big cities anymore. I'm really into, like, hiking and nice. all that geeky stuff. So walking and weed, it's like, two of my favorite things. Walking weed so, and water. Yeah, right? I, I would <laughs> love to come back. <laughs> well, we could definitely do enough hiking around here, that's for sure. It's uh that's that's lim- oh, limitless. It would be it would be an honor. Man. Did you get that link? Yet? So you guys? No, I well, I found the one. I found I'm, the newest one that you uploaded recently. Uh huh. Newest uploaded recently. Okay, so you're gonna start that from the beginning. Yeah, but I How long I, is I, I can't. I need a cable to get it to play through here unless oh, I figure oh, out some other shit. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, because Cables? otherwise it just comes through here. Oh, I don't need to hear it here. I mean, oh, I it's playing. Oh, you are. It's okay. going right now. Oh, okay. It's been going on the whole time. Oh, the whole time. See, see I'll I know. Even restart it again. No, you don't have to restart again. Okay. I guess it's okay. But we can people can people can definitely check the link out on their own, and uh, it's it's it was a great project to start with. And the thing the thing is, the information as much as it changes, a lot of it's timeless too. You know, what I mean, there's stuff that's. And it's cool now because even though it's only four year, four or five years, or three, three to four years ago, I guess, um, 
those are, it's like almost history now, you know. And weird, weirdly enough, whenever I see yeah. photos of like the first day of legalization here, yeah, Green Wednesday, it, it yeah. feels it feels like a long time ago, even though it's like it wasn't that. Long it ago. does, but it feels like, like a lifetime. <laughs> we've been making history here, man. It really is. Like uh, my my uh, uh, my mentor and the gentleman who runs our company, uh, Be Good. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say, you know, we've been living in the future ever since 2012, and especially in 2014. Yeah. And uh, we did it right here in Colorado. I'm actually not from here. I'm from Washington State, right. which legalized at the same time. But, yeah, uh, but it was a little behind the Exactly. Ball. And they fucked I, up. I was looking to get in the industry and uh, did my research on both markets, and I saw that you know government was working with uh, industry, and uh, that was a big seller for me because back home in Washington, you know, the government just still to this day does not like cannabis. Maybe, this, maybe now they, they got a lot of money from it, but... You think so, right? But, but you but you don't got the same facility. You don't have the same infrastructure as Denver has. Uh, sorry, Colorado has when it comes to cannabis. Like, how's it work in the state of Washington? It, it's it's definitely different. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, we're here. You know, you're vertically integrated, and then they allowed for uh, standalone rec grows and standalone OPCs or standalone uh, 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 retail shops. But uh, in Washington, uh, they essentially, uh, we, we're the second oldest medical market. We legalized in 98 with Oregon. Oh, that's true, yeah. And right after, you know, after a couple of years after Cali. And uh, essentially, instead of uh, uh, addressing and, you know, uh, you know making rules and, and uh, uh, tax and regulating the medical market, they essentially just uh, demolished it by uh, forcing medical patients to go into retail outlets or rec outlets and, uh, and and they have to oh. they're forced to buy that kind of product, and uh, uh, actually pay the tax for rec as well. Uh, the state gives them a break on taxes, uh, only only the uh, sales tax, which is like seven percent or something. But they make the medical patients oh. uh, uh, pay that outrageous tax, and that's kind of that's kind of what Col- where Colorado's moving. I, c- I can see it moving that way as well. Uh, the, the the politicians and you know these people wanted wanted money from us, uh, uh, the cities you know they you know want to build and uh, grow as a city, um, you know they want to tax the crap out of us. So I see them collapsing medical eventually and just uh, you know taxing everyone, making everyone wreck. And well, that's the thing that I think that's where Washington made the big mistake was they right? they like turned against the whole medical program where you're like what like wait a minute that's like the part that should be just the no brainer yeah. And then the whole recreational thing should be like that's the bonus, you know. Right. That's well, the, that's, that's what they did in California now too, right? Yeah, I was about to say that, man. They really, they're, man. It just, it's, it's like unbelievable they it, like what they, they're doing. Like they gut it. You know? It's almost like they wanted to push all the brands out. It's a nightmare. To there. allow the verticals <laughs> to kind of move in, um, to control. But you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's a tough game out there, man. Really I'm, I'm, I'm sensing. I'm sensing some pessimism. Am I? Oh, am yeah. I correct here? Yeah, it's tough. You guys, yeah, you know they change things overnight, especially with the rules and regs. And it's you know they're they're not well thought out uh, changes most of the time. I mean, but it's geared towards big money. You know they don't really they don't oh. want they don't want the little guys coming in. Um, they can easily enforce uh, ordinances and so on and so forth to monopolize like, certain uh, areas of real estate that are controlled by certain people. 
licensing and so on and so forth. Well, yeah, depending on what state you're in, in areas like there's some, you know, areas like, you know, who do you want me to shut down is pretty much an easy yeah. question. Like, I want all these guys down. You know, it's like, oh, it's, it's straight it, big money. It's, it, it's it, big it, money. That's it, what it is. It's, they just want to eat up. They want to bully the small guys, just like yeah. in every industry. I don't know why that. It's like the mentality here in America now. Well, and uh, yeah. But Colorado, being that we were the first the ones that have stuck around, like Be Good has, we've been around since the beginning, and we've been through it all because it, you know, it all stems from it being federally legal, all the pains and heartaches we've been through, mm-hmm. and uh, but we've still been able to persevere and and uh, and move forward, and uh, we're attracting talent now. Like I was saying earlier, Lomba ran cannabis, and and now uh, uh, JJ with Top Dog Seeds and Top Dog Genetics, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it's it's uh, <clears throat> you know. A, Again, like not that long ago, but it feels like a long time, and it's also uh, moving at such a lightning speed that in the next, say, five more years, we'll be looking at you know close to ten years, like the ten-year mark at that point, and then you know it's like oh shit, like it's kind of like when when like uh, the first when two fifteen passed, like that that stuff went on for years. Yeah, and a lot of states like here were total scared, and people didn't want to do nothing. Oh. You know, even though they had like they even had things in place, but it's sort of like now that everybody's like seeing everybody else do it, they're all lining up. You know? Yeah, and they they see the money. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is, and that's what that's the kind of world we live in. It's like, oh, they're like wait, we can make money off this. They're using the medical. They use the medical uh, uh, benefits of it to you know to convince the people now. And uh, you know, and just with what we've done here in Colorado and Washington and states that followed in 2016, you know, it's snow. Like I said earlier, snowball effect, domino, whatever you want to call it, it's, it's happening. Yeah, I mean, I see it on the East Coast. Just that being my yeah, predominant look. world, it's uh, you know, I real, I have big hopes and dreams is, for is what this, we're doing. Uh, is it lobbyism? Know? Like, what, what caused this? Lobbyists, exactly. Yeah, always, they're, they're easy. They're easy targets. You know, I mean, I always, they definitely. And they're, but the thing is, it is big funny money's too, getting in Sorry, because I, I, we know a few here, and, and it kind of was weird for us because right now there's a proposition going into effect for hemp, and they're kind mm-hmm. of like well, the question was, you know, do we want to like take it out of the yeah Amendment Constitu- X, about, yeah, out of the Constitution and. Um, the, you're talking about Mitch McConnell's bill, yeah. farm bill. Yeah. Well, no, this this one. Uh, I think he's going to get that through. Oh, the farm bill itself. Yeah. We'll, we'll go through. I but I, I, don't think I agree work. with that, but with Amendment X here in Colorado, yeah, real weird. Yeah. Take it out of the Constitution, which, you know, you go back to states' rights and you know the the tenth bill of right, you know, and uh, yeah. well, and the weird uh, part too is it was one of those situations where you're supposed to take it out of the Constitution and then. In the hopes that they're going to allow yeah, us. Yeah, in the hopes, yeah. That the government's going to allow us to raise our THC level to 1.0. Bec- I know, it's I, ridiculous. I, I, I was like, that ain't going to happen, you know what I mean? Like, when would that, yeah. why, why would they do that? Why, why would you and break then, something that's really good right now? We have, like, the strongest hemp industry. Uh, well, the uh, thing is that uh, the, the, industry. the idea being that other states are going to do, a, like, come online and say, oh, we don't give a shit. Like, North Carolina's going to say 1.0 is fine. We don't care, whatever. Oh, yeah. And Let the mo- states regulate that. And most right. places are, I think, like, apparently a lot of stuff ran hot here, but I also have seen a lot of biomass that is, when you look at the COA, you're like, okay, well, this shit says, like, 0. 0.75. Like, why is, this, <laughs> why is this even being run right yeah, now? but what is it? Because they chop up the whole plant with dirt and yeah. everything. <laughs> I mean, the point was... 0. 0.03. 0. 
That's yeah, that's a, a ridiculous it, number. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough number to yeah, hit. That's ridiculous. Um, you know. Well, you know, it, it, it's doable, but it's, it it's, it's also like people harvest early. There's a lot of you know, like there's a lot. Or of, you mix in you mix in everything together, yeah. and you yeah. chop it up, and you can you can get yeah. away with it. That's predominantly what I see everywhere. Yes, yeah. you're just mixing it up. The whole stock, everything, yeah. everything. All right, Which, you just come in a big tractor, John Deere, and just yeah. eats it up. Yeah. It's sad. So oh, it's man. a sad day when you see that. But you know, I've seen it too, where yeah. pr- product coming in biomass, it's just big chunks of uh, wood, and you're like, "Wow, what a waste!" You know, yeah. you're just like knowing that you know, it's like everything could be used for fiber. Uh, could be a totally yeah. different yeah. usage. Well, it'd be know? nice if yeah, until it gets chopped up and turned into <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> and it, it But in general, but in general, you do see the um, uh, the beginning of the industry where. You stop by a farm and you'll see there's 10, 20, 30 tons of, of hemp. And then yeah. you'll see there's the stocks and there's the miserable people pulling it off the fucking stem. And, oh, man. And, shucking? And, shucking cannabis? Yeah, and shucking hemp. Colo- crazy. And, and, and the thing about it is in Colorado, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, people who are on their first year or second year. And there's really no nothing. There is a few you know different things that you can use, but they're all pretty... Pretty much like cannabis break shit. Everything you know, just that's what it does. It's sure. stronger than you think. So you combines try to, that like take the plant and then really swip it down, and it goes all <clears> the way up the thing and whips it around. And well, yeah, and then what happens is the, the hemp fibers are so strong, and they get wrapped around a lot of the machinery, and they fuck it all up. So people, kinda, so people are like trying to like, oh yeah, just put it on yeah. this thing and whip it around. And then, yeah, okay, you watch. And then two hours later, the whole thing's just like gummed up and <laughs> steaming. Twisted up. So you, you think about the resin, and then think about the the, the, the fiber. You know, so it's like the yeah. two things that machines don't like. Probably yeah, much, you know? yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, uh, uh, at the beginning of October, I, I had a, a vacation, but I, I did a staycay. You know, just stayed at home and such. But uh, but I also went up to Longmont for a couple of days, to work on a hemp farm. Mm-hmm. You know, wanted to be around the uh, uh, high CBD plant, mm-hmm. see if there's you know what the differences were and all that. But the farm that I worked with, you know, instead of you know that all you know, you know, farming the product, and then when it's time to harvest, just Chopping it up, making it bio biomass, chopped it, you know, and hung it like you know we do in high THC, but in a barn, you know, not as controlled or whatever, and uh, just wait until it dried, and pretty much you know shucking's the new trimming for hemp. You just instead of trimming, you got people around there just shucking, and uh, I I heard you know they get better uh, what is it ratios of CBD because it doesn't have all that you know crap in it from the you know biomass. Yep. Like cutting up the whole plant. It's like anything. The, the more, the better you handle it, the the higher percentage you'll get. And and the thing is, if you're doing, actually making the runs yourself, and there's a chance to have like a twenty percent, so-called twenty percent CBD, which really runs at like twelve percent when you actually do it. Process. Oh, and okay. then you're like, oh, okay. So the percentages don't mean much. What do we got? Somebody calling in. You want to answer? Um, sure. Well, you don't mind somebody calling in, right? Who, me? No, 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 no problem at all, man. It was nice catching up with you guys. Hey, hold on. Uh, no, just stay right there. No, just stay right there. We have just somebody else calling in. That's all. I just want you to All right, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Hey, what's up, man? I got that skunky. <laughs> got that skunky? Yeah? Which, what do you got? Some Dominion? <laughs> hey, Who's... man. Uh, I just want to start out that actually I was... Uh, uh, Formerly Skunky from Overgrove back in the day. Uh, Adam and JJ, I think you guys were all there at that time. 
Adam, I was it, it, it came through Amsterdam in '99, but I uh, I did meet up with you there. But one of the favorite uh, episodes that you guys have was uh, I forget the guy's name, but uh, he owned the gray area. Oh yeah, Vi- you were right. Victor. He moved to Spain or something. Yeah, Victor. <laughs> Definitely Victor. Yeah. That, that guy sounds just like a local guy that I know. I mean, his laugh and everything, but that was great. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry to, to yeah. interrupt. I, know, I thought I would cool. be on hold something. Um, I just wanted to say I really enjoy your show. Uh, give a shout-out to Seeds Here Now because, um, you know, it's great to have that that resource. And um, so Anyways, my right. question, I have a quick question for J.J., yeah. Um, is this Jerry? Could, uh, is this Jerry? Hello? Hello? Is is this Jerry? I'm not Jerry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now you just sound like somebody I know. Everybody, everybody else is sounding like everybody else. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, all okay, we're, we're all high. We're all high. Like, dude, you sound like Jerry. No, you sound yeah. like this other guy. What, what's, your, what's your question? No, no, but the, uh, I had some of your uh, South Park at one time and uh, got some of the 12 star going right now. And I'm curious if you got any suggestions on, you know, uh, what is it like? What is it not like? Is it, you know, is it a single cola type thing or is it going to need, need to be top? Any kind of suggestions like that? Um, well, I, I, w- I was just talking about that earlier, and um, the 12 star that I grew um, grew quite stretchy, kind of like the, the, the 91, but it was more defined. Uh, like it, you didn't really have the uh, big inner note spaces, you know, the, most of the buds were, uh, were, were big cola types. Um, kind of, um, kind of, you know, uh, it was a good yield there. It grew into a big plant, um, and it yielded, uh, more heavy like the Chem 4, and the, the, the taste on it was, you know, more like a, a Chem 4. It was like a piney kind of a okay. chem taste to it, a little lemony kind of, so, um, it, it, it was different than a Star Dog, though. So, I mean, growing it, I mean, you can, you know, depending on the pheno you find, if you find one of those stretchy phenos, I mean, you can probably, you know, stake it out and branch it out, and it, it's a, it, it would be a good yield there, especially in, in a, a scrog situation. Okay. Sounds great. Uh, other than that, if it's not a scrog, then it's going to need more room. Yeah, yeah. Or you're going to probably need a bigger bucket with more with more stakes. But um, you know, I appreciate your um, your support. Hey, hey. Uh, all your strains look great. What is the uh, the finish time on that? Do you know? Um, m- most of them are around sixty, sixty three days. You know, you might find something that might go a little bit earlier or a little bit later, but most Chem 4, Chem 4 itself is pretty much a a 60-dayer. And some of the phenos, like the guava, have even been, you know, in the mid-50s. You know, it all depends on, you know, the situation that, you know, your grow is, you know, know, what you're doing with it. And, you know, if you're just, you know... What your time frame is and everything, so. 
Okay, great. I appreciate the information. You guys have a great day. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Yep. Yeah, hey, no yeah. problem, man. Peace. Thanks, JJ. Thanks. See ya. So, you know, while he gets some grow info while he's on the while he's on the show too. So. How is the how is the weed? Very interesting. How how is the weed scene gotten in the last four years? There has it gotten any better as far as actual growers and stuff too? Or, I mean, has people gotten a little more ballsy, or is it just you? Definitely, it has <laughs> it has stepped up. It has stepped up. <laughs> uh, definitely, people are learning more. I mean, more knowledge is being spread through this thing we call internet. So as long yeah. as we have it, and uh, people are really getting into extractions as well here. Yeah. Not as good as yours, obviously. They're not as pure. They don't have the access to the same industrial labs and whatnot that you guys had over there. But uh, yeah, it, it's spreading. It's a lot of it is thanks to internet. I mean, Sweden is self-sufficient when it comes to flowers. The hash or the hashish, I would say, they're, they're still important from Morocco and Lebanon and other places. Wow. But and when it comes to flowers, we're self-sufficient. So that's one of the reasons why it's can't, it can't be stopped. You know, even IKEA sells hydroponic kits nowadays. Really? Very cool, very cool. That's cool. You should get some photos of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, it's right. like $19. It's $19, and, and you know, it's, it's foolproof. Like an it, even an idiot like myself can use it, you know. What oh, I mean, perfect. so it's it's just a technological advancement. It, it it's inevitable. If you ask me, it's inevitable. Yeah, no, and it, it's like you know, you said five years uh, over there and over here. It's definitely like probably two years for federal, in my opinion, uh, for federal, and then God, I would hope. <laughs> yes I and no. Hope. Yes I and no. Hope. I mean, yes and no. I kind of like like we were saying earlier. We're all kind of like we should be happy that we can experience this sort of like transition phase because I think at the end of this transition the whole, by the time we're done here the world will be at a different place which would be a better place of course which is fine you know cannabis we want it to be but we kind of lose our bad boy image and we're like kind of a bunch of like we're mainstream and that's now. where we all kind of like whine about <laughs> it you know, yeah, we're all mainstream <laughs> we're lame now <laughs> <laughs> lame no way no thanks way. for thanks for making the world a labor place bro now my weed is not as exciting as it was, you know. But but at the same time, I think CBD is one of the things that kind of surprised most of us because we weren't all thinking that it was going to be so accepted, you know. Yeah. What's the CBD laws like in Sweden? I know they're they're they haven't like THC definitely not going to be on point yet. But what about C- what about CBD? CBD. This is the funny thing about it. Just like you said, CBD became very popular because it's not you know not psychoactive and also it's not illegal. So, you know, it's just it's just exploded yeah, it's to the point where where you know, big corporates, big pharma somehow lobbied with the with the equivalent of like the FDA in Sweden and uh, they pretty much made a law that now CBD is classified as a medi- med- medication and wow. you also have to ha- get a prescription wow. to get it. So, would they kind of monopolize on it unless you don't have you know, hundred million dollars to start a pharmaceutical company. You're yeah. kind of shit out of luck to get into the CBD oil market, and it's GW Pharmaceuticals. Yep, that's exactly. like the only the only player right now. They got they got one of the They have. I mean, we all should be aware that they have all the original stock. I mean, that's all Sam the Skunk Man yeah. and, and Robert Conroe Clark. Yeah. So we, wow. you know, they've. They've, uh, Those guys, oh man! They've got they've got a deep stable. I mean, let's face it. It's, uh, it's well, you know, they they definitely uh, 
have they have that, and they also have uh, definitely a lot of lobbyists, like we talked about earlier. That's kind of like that's your power, sort of. Any meeting oof. I've been in, at least one shows up. But we can do it over here. We're already <laughs> doing. <laughs> wow. And so, but I, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna bounce in a second. The midterms. What does that mean? Oh, what does it mean? It's the uh, time when you vote for like local governor. Uh, so basically, it's been the the. the lo- I, I know. <laughs> no, I know. I know what it is. But what oh. would it mean for oh, let's say Colorado in this case? Oh, I mean, these other states as well. Oh, well, we got. I mean, we have a good chance if if Jared Polis, which is was in, I think. Probably in. I don't know if you did you interview him when you were here because he was the man. Like he was a House of Representative here in Colorado, and he was the guy who basically um, saw the whole hemp thing from yeah. years ago. And not only hemp, but high THC. Yeah. He's the only politician who came out that, uh, publicly and supported Amendment sixty four, mm-hmm. which changed everything. I mean, wow. it changed the course of history. It really did. And uh, yeah. now he's on the ballot to uh, <clears throat> to be governor of the state and. I'm real excited about this as a uh, you know working for a, a licensed dispensary business because they make it so tough on us, man. And uh, you know ha- having a, a governor that comes from liquor, yeah, you know he he doesn't like cannabis. He doesn't. He, it threatens his interest. And uh, uh, this we have a, a gentleman. We've been fighting who, against the grain here the whole time, and somehow managed to do what we did. Well, not Louis. I'm like I take a lot of credit, right? But I, uh, in general, Colorado definitely uh, no doubt that, would, would benefit hugely there. from the oh, if, if Jared wins, which the difference. I feel like I think everybody would would benefit. I think it's a good chance, you know. I mean, it's one of those things where, but you just don't know because there's just that hidden. You yeah. never quite know. You know well, and a, I, I, I also a lot of dirty tricks going on. Trump, I, I also, but to that to that point though, you know, most people who are it's running true. running for uh, uh, you know these kind of positions want power in some sort of way, and uh, but they don't have money. They don't have yeah. money to influence. So you what do they all. do? They give up their values for mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, money or special interests. What I like about Jared Polis is uh, uh, he's a serial entrepreneur, made his own money, made billions, I think, sure. yeah. and just made it on his own. So he can't be bought, and he, and he gets that the marijuana industry is is powerful and it's a force. Yeah. Uh, actually, tomorrow uh, there'll be a get out the vote uh, at the other end of our facility that's uh, unlicensed. We're uh, we're letting the uh, that Democrats, you know, what's it called? Uh, or just the, you know, general get out the vote mm-hmm. um, happened. And Polis is going to be there. A lot of people from the industry are going to be there too. Nice. And I might plug in as well. What happens before that is oh, the main event of the day. Tell us now. Yes, yes, please. Well, a drum roll, please. Right, <laughs> Saturday, November third, at Be Good North Glen, uh, just a little south from here, I think, or maybe on, yeah, just down, yeah, a little south from here. Um, uh, we're going to be ho- uh, that's going to be the launch party for uh, JJ Edwards and Top Dog Genetics, and uh, yeah, 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 L- licensed uh, uh, product, all legal, you know, packaged and, and has everything, and uh, wow. be sold in a in a rec store, so in two two rec stores actually, and uh, two medical stores. We have four total. Yeah, and we'll be having some barbecue from oh, our yeah, friends yeah. at True Barbecue. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, true. We're going to be having the smoke, smoke, uh, yeah, smoke and bus because you know, so uh, we have an unlicensed area and it'll be a private event. But uh, Looper you know, yeah. is going to show up, how, how, uh, of course. Oh, how's yeah, how's yeah, yeah. uh, dab bar, barbecue, yeah, exactly. We're, we're gonna have it all. I think some uh, flying while it's only tomorrow, you can get on the plane right now and be here, RSVP so. and bring an ID, <laughs> you got to be 21 plus, is it, it's all legal, Hell yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Apothecary Extracts is a, is a sponsor. Actually, we uh, we uh, we went uh, uh, 
we're actually exclusive with them on the retail side or the rec market. Uh, you know, obviously they're they're medical, but uh, we use a one-time transfer uh, and uh, was able to convert a bunch of medical product. And uh, we have them exclusively at our Federal Heights store, rec store on 88th and Federal, and uh, at our North Glen shop that I was talking about where we're going to have the, uh, the launch party. That's awesome. You know what else? But didn't get on the yeah, ballot. Yeah, got it good. You know, it didn't get on the we'd ballot. We'd be good. We'd be good. Sorry. It's okay. What didn't get on the ballot here this time, but it got pulled just by by the guys who are organizing it. It will, but will I think definitely be on the next one is uh, psychedelic mushrooms becoming legal for uh, Colorado. Oh, yeah. That maybe oh. that maybe another reason for you to come back wow, now. I'm coming back <laughs> full circle like Amsterdam. You got to yeah, add. You got to add the uh, the next chapter to your to your to your saga there. So, uh, <laughs> I, actually, I actually thought about making a documentary called Psychonauts. Nice, We're talking about nice. psychedelics. Well, well, you know, it's one of those things where uh, you, you definitely would have to do a lot of uh, research, you know. So, would be reminds me of Amsterdam the way that this is all happening. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you know? I mean, the thing is, it's great because now, obviously, since like, even it's also funny that Amsterdam did it way before the. There was a, a little bit of data as far as, like, you know, PTSD and things sure. like that. And now it's, like, very well confirmed yep. that it's got, you know, like, even just single doses and not that heavy. Or sometimes yep. some people need it a little bit more than others. But it's between that and then just regular medicinal mushrooms like lion's mane, things like that, that are, like, yeah. now all of a sudden they're the, you know, ashwagandha and all that stuff. Hot yeah. nootropics that are, like, well, okay, this is stuff that actually works and yeah. is totally natural. So I think... That's a big jump that's going to happen soon, which is cool to see. Because <coughs> now that we're all corporate, we know weeds corporate, and we're bored with it. Well, yeah, that's we the next all, frontier, right? Psilocybin, yeah. God yeah. bless. <laughs> but yeah, there's actually a there's yeah. a group that uh, there's a group that's going to be uh, speaking at the next Denver Normal meeting, which I believe is the 14th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we conveniently uh, uh, host those at, uh, at that space that we're going to have the JJ party at. Um, excuse me, Top Dog Genetics. And um, anyways, they do it once a month. And uh, uh, this one, because it's uh, uh, around Veterans Day, we're going to have a bunch of vets uh, uh, up there. And uh, th- there's going to be uh, groups uh, talking about psilocybin and, uh, and how it can uh, uh, you know, treat and cure uh, PTSD. So Nice. Those are all, uh, I think, things that we're all interested in. And there's also just... it's. It's crazy to see how, like, cannabinoids and, and, and mushrooms and the things that we all did recreationally, let's say, are, you know, you know, not to say, like, yeah, you should just be doing massive doses of mushrooms. Like, mushrooms, are, it's actually real weird because it might take a tiny amount to really just do a lot of good. Yeah. And because we're always macro-dosing and not <laughs> micro-dosing, and then now, <laughs> now that other people micro-dose, they realize, they're like, oh, shit really does work in its own right, especially yeah. for yeah. depression and stuff like that because, you know, obviously... Someone's depressed. They don't really need a face melter. You know what I mean? Like to yeah. kind of <laughs> right. like, like they've, probably freak question, out. <laughs> they've <laughs> lived. They've lived that already. Right. Question Every day, <laughs> their, their existence. It might not be the best uh, yeah. uh, way to start a day, but it's pretty interesting to see how successful it has been for a lot of people to do that, and uh, it's reinforcing as a as a person who's always knew that there's good and bad out there and like seems like always things like mushrooms always seem good cannabis always seem good you know there's like certain ones you're like oh these are good they yeah. these have all the things that taught yeah. you something occasionally mm-hmm. occasionally they kick you in the ass but they're still good you know what i mean yeah um so wally yeah we'll, we'll let you uh run soon because i know it's super late there but uh, if uh <clears throat> so people want to check out your stuff i mean we've already posted it i think we're gonna do a link on our on our page right 
for everybody? Like, leave a link, is a connectable link or something? Absolutely. Yeah, what's, what's the, we'll what's, try. What's the best link? Give what is the, what is the best link, Wally? Good question. What is the best link? Just Wally Johnson on YouTube. They'll pretty much find the things there. Or otherwise, I'm on Facebook, um, Instagram, most of the social medias. And, uh, yeah, thank you for having me on, guys. Next year, I'm, I'm really aiming to come. I, I am going to show it on OCO. I've got to fix all the funds and figure out how to get there. But uh, I will come, and it's going to be, what, like five years then? No, four years. Yeah, I think about four years. Um, uh, yeah, you'll I'll be on the fourth. Yeah, four years. That's uh, but it'd yeah, be cool to see. I'm looking forward to see the progress. <laughs> exactly. It'd be like, pe- people be watching it, being like, "Yeah, don't hang out with that guy no more." Oh, that's the guy. Oh, that's the guy that ripped me off. <laughs> oh, bastard. Yeah, bro, come through. Be good, man. Be good, Northland. We'll take care of you for sure. 100. percent Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'll be there for sure. Thank you for having me on, guys, and I hope you guys are doing well. Keep doing your thing. For sure, for sure, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get you back on soon. And uh, when you're in town, 100, percent we'll get you in the studio. Always, man. Always an honor. Thanks, Wally. Bye. All right. And we're down to our last like 15 minute little hurrah here. So uh, <clears throat> you told us a bit about your event tomorrow. What time's it starting again? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, 1 p.m. It'll be 1 to 5 p.m. Okay, one to five and ten, ten percent off. <laughs> yeah, so you RSVP, you know, bring your ID showing that you're twenty one plus, and you uh-huh. get ten percent off of a uh, fire strains from Top Dog Genetics. Because uh-huh. our get store a photo with him sitting on his lap. Like I think so. <laughs> I think so, man. We might. <laughs> That's a great. We need to bring this setup here. Man. <laughs> bring the setup. I would love to bring the setup here today. Yeah, but uh, you, you folks are more than welcome. Uh, you're you're invited to come. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, like I said, the barbecue is going to be on point. The guy really knows how to cook. I was testing it out yesterday. I stopped by his little joint and uh, you know uh, had some food, and it was really good. It's like Colo Tex Mex. Oh, hello, hold on. Uh, welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Hey, it's someone calling in from Chat Gangs. Had a question for JJ. What's up? Oh shit. Oh man! Just oh, uh, I heard man. some new info on Instagram here about uh, the uh, original Diesel and the AJ and the Mannies and all that business. <laughs> Apparently, Pipsweed had a mislabeled cut or something. Just trying to get the uh, origins of all that. He's saying that maybe the original Diesel number two is actually AJ's. Right? Yeah, I did. I did see that thread, and you know, honestly, I'm not really the person to answer your question. Um, yeah, I mean, those those are the guys that were, you know, intimately involved in that, you know. Uh, you know, we uh, received the cut and ran it. Uh, we didn't really have too much to do with it you know, elsewise. I mean, those guys found the seeds and weed, weed that, um, you know, was bought in New York City. And, you know, whatever happened with those seeds and, you know, it got into those guys' hands and it evolved into what we have today. Uh, just personally speaking from my, my own experience, um, in the late 90s, uh, I, you know, when I first started growing, I had popped some, um, some chem dog uh, seeds that, you know, I, I just found at, at the bottom of a bag. And you know, I and I can remember it, um, 
something coming out very sourish. Uh, it, it, at the time, it, we called it the guava. Um, we we I gave it to a friend of mine. I I remember sexing it, growing it, sexting it, giving it to him as a clone, as a female. He grew it out. I remember I grew it out too, and you know I just grew it out that one time, and I I forget I had to close down and move, or I, you know I wound up ultimately losing the clone. But you know uh, looking back. You know, now, it, you know, it was, you know, very sour-like, you know, it had the same kind of um, characteristics to it, uh, taste-wise. So, you know, a lot of those seeds were just, you know, just found and grown, and, you know, I don't really know what those guys did, did with that. I just know, you know, what I did and what my my people in my crew did, and... Um, those guys were upstate, so those, you know, it was just a different bunch of people doing doing that. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's a, a lot of different um, different versions, and, you know, at this point, I don't know what's true or not. You know, I guess you, that's something that, Adam, you'd have to, that's something I guess you could do a, I remember another show, a show on. <laughs> uh, I, I have family from New York and intimately involved, or been intimately involved in, in that world for a long time and the, the that aj from my understanding that the, the his version came on the scene later uh in the grumpy cafe area kind of thing where everyone would kind of meet down there in the lower east side right so it sounds accurate to me right. but i again and i, I and you'd i know have to really me. talk to everybody and yeah and i know for straight. a fact yeah this new thread is pulling up a lot of info saying that that Apparently, the OD number two might be AJ's because Klopp got it back to him somehow. And no, I that's I not true. Sour. That's not true. Okay. That's not true. Well, I got all. my sour directly from Archive, and they're saying yeah. it's AJ's. So I'm just wondering yeah. what yeah, no. you know, AJ's might be. Uh, uh, AJ originally got his his cutting in, in the mid-'90s when he moved up to Hunter. You know, uh, At that time, Vondo uh, was living in, in the house next door to him. Uh, Klopp was still down in uh, in Staten Island at the time, and really those guys didn't get the sour. Klopp didn't get the sour diesel till I gave it to him. You know, uh, I, w- I was the one that gave my crew, the, you know, the sour diesel, and that was just because I was selling the weed that they were growing, and I and I wanted them to grow it so I could sell it because my customers wanted it, and I had access to the clone, and I gave it to them. So I know. Oh, cool. I, Thanks I, a lot, yeah, man. I know that's a fact, though. That you know, with Klopp giving it to AJ or whatever. I don't know who you know. That's just a bunch of inf- uh, misinformation. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. I'll let y'all guys get back to your conversation. Oh. I just had the curiosity. No problem. So th- glad we could help. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Oh, the sour diesel story is never going to end. Yeah, it's never yeah, ends. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a so, you know what I mean? <laughs> the sour, sour saga. saga. <laughs> you know, uh, the, you know the Manny cut and all this. I'm very. I don't know nothing about that stuff. You know what I mean, I could not. You know, I don't. Couldn't argue to save my life on any of that stuff. Uh, it's 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 uh, interesting though because the, the you know it's it's becoming like the 
because of the ages of the people and the timing and all that. Right. Well, now more and more people are coming out, uh, you know, I mean, uh, of the woodwork. We're finding, you know, missing links of stories and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. And I think that's just going to continue with the... with the the you know with the legalization where people are going to feel comfortable talking about their past experiences. This is my first time, man. Literally, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. first time. Yeah. First time. Yeah. First time here. <laughs> first time in Colorado. Yeah. No, uh, just just talking about it. You know, oh, just on an open forum. You know, it's it, I, I on the forums. I was lemon cake on Overgrow. So, oh shit! Um, lemon cake in the house. Yeah. yeah. So that cut, <laughs> that lemon cake cut. That's uh, that was my cut. You know, and what happened to that? It's still around, and oh, now nice. there's uh, there's tons of people taking claim to it's crazy. It's yeah. un- it happens, man. You know, like Marcus Richardson said, you know, Mar- uh, Bubble Man said, yeah. he's like, you've arrived. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. you know, and stuff like that happens. It really, yeah. it's it's amazing. Right, so. but you know, it's the kind of thing that you can't even con- control. I mean, the clone takes a, a, a life uh, of itself. Yeah, you and know what I mean, absolutely, and, and it's everyone's. You know, it's yeah, absolutely everyone's. Right. And then once one person, you know, gets a hold of it, starts repping it really hard, starts, you know, I mean, yeah. crushing it, and then people take take notice, like, oh, I gotta get that, yeah. and it's just, you know, I mean, it's just a thing that becomes its own phenomenon. You can't, yeah. you you can't make it happen. It just naturally just happens. happens. Yep. Yeah, and that's yeah. And you know, it's the art of it. in a while, bro. It's like Nirvana or something. Just like, what? <laughs> uh, okay. Is there three people? It's mean? weird. It's How like, oh, three that? people are fighting over this? <laughs> <laughs> and in general, with, with, with cannabis, it's sort of like, so come, I mean, genetics are the biggest part, but then, and of course, refined is the good grower behind it, you know? Because yeah. Can, I mean, you can turn it into dog shit if you don't know what you're doing. But, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, it's like sour. I mean, listen, we talked about everyone's sour, this, sour, that. It's a difficult cultivar to nail. I mean, oh, I think sure. it's something you really got to run a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure all of us here have a intimate relationship with it. you have to run it by it. itself. That's it's the kind picky. of plant that hates yeah. to be with other plants. Yeah, that's picky. Like, <laughs> likes mag at weird times. And, yep. you know, it's, yeah. it's a, one of those ones where but when you dial it in, it is beautiful, you know. And, and again, like... Uh, so uh, before before we because we only got a few minutes left, but yeah. since we're, since we are a grow show, I heard I heard we were a grow show at one point. Um, I heard some rumors. I heard rumors that you were you guys were thinking about going down the path of grow Dan Rockwell. We we true or is this is this a we are <laughs> we're looking at. Uh, um, we're looking at two different. We're looking at cocoa, and we're also looking at rockwool. And rockwool is did not. At, and did you look at the, the pyramids I showed you? Yeah. No. We're listen. It's, Those pyramids it, are pretty good. We, we're really so. What we're gonna do is we we're really blessed to have the R and D side of things, and that's mm-hmm. where all the, all of the. We well, have enough areas to yeah, you don't have to yeah, go full and, bore on any. You know, and, and listen, like like we talked about. So I didn't I didn't mention. So Happy Valley has uh, three dispensaries across Boston that we're opening in the spring. Nice. So we're full vertical. We have we're gonna we're really working hard at our solventless labs. Uh, we're gonna be doing Bubble Man brand out of our lab for uh, the state of Mass. Um, we're gonna be really pushing hard on making quality products that are cannabis diverged terpenes. Uh, working with only the finest materials and really going deep dive into genetics. As far as the medium goes, um, that's going to interchange, you know. And, but, yeah, we're looking – we are looking at Grenan. We're also looking at cocoa. We're also looking at cocoa – at, at uh, pro-mix cocoa, you know, super soil. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're looking at, at def- several different mediums, but yeah. – 
the end of the day, um, the state has the most constringent testing requirements. Right. And we are, we, you know, we have to play within guardrails, man. That's that's the thing that is the is the most difficult thing about this. But yeah, that's true. We are looking at Grodan. I'm yeah. not going to lie, but it's Don't it's it. we're looking at all of it. You know what I mean? But it's it's. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, it's like the. Because I because I worked for like Sensi for years and Sensi used to grow everything on Rock Bowl and it was yeah. like kind of that was where I was always like at butting heads with them because I was like stuff all just tastes crappy you know what I mean and the thing is if you're kind of going on a on like a reputation of all that I mean, the thing is that problem with cocoa is it's kind of a narrow band you don't get like too sure. far higher and lower except if you grow some real extreme stuff then you pull out some crazy terps but for the most part. If you're growing a lot of diesels or a lot of cushions and a lot of the classic sort of this, it all they all start yeah. to be like, eh. yeah, they start to melt together. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you grow on soil, you, you can you have to still dial it in. You know, that's like yeah, soils. You it's know, hard to do commercial, obviously. Commercial soil is extremely difficult, but I think that cocoa is is what I'm. I'm, you know, honestly, I'm not a rock. But I like guy. those. But I do like those pyramids because, I mean, space-wise and how much the area you get and root space and all that. Yeah, stuff. I mean, honestly, I haven't selected I anything yet. But we are. <laughs> you know, what I'm talking we're, about we're ones. If I had to do commercial, I would probably like look at those just because they have a good footprint. You know, it's like it's you're talking about the cocoa blocks that are yeah, pyramid yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. those uh, are from listen Nick from Nick. Yeah. I, 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 can't, I, I like the. You know the, the grow bags. You know what I mean with cocoa in them. You know what I mean because I think there's a lot more, um, more, more root mass. You know what I mean the bigger root mass, the bigger root ball you're going to have. The you know action, the more fruit you're going to have, the bigger flowers you're going to have. Whereas you're kind of constricted, kind of with those blocks, just as you are with rock wool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, I guess it depends if on how... If you go to Sea of Green, if you have no plant issues and you can do Sea of Green, that's how... That's what I'm thinking only. Like, right. If you're going to do any kind of bigger, bigger Right, plants. right. And, you know what I mean? And then if you're going to have everything on automatic feeders and all that. So all, all of that's got to so be thought cool, out. I did yeah. so many rock wool bags. So that, that's why I looked at Grodan's grow because I'm using an, uh, a system now because it's just the the way that I, I've designed the facility. It needs to... I can't hand water it it's like mm-hmm. i'd be in there every no. second of my life you know right. <laughs> which is yeah. i don't mind but you know i think my my family might not <laughs> 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 but yeah i think you know quality like you're saying is is you know I, it's like why even do this at that you know if you're not going to do quality and you're not going to take take the right care to do it it's just um, hard on rockwool because of the you don't have a sort of rhizosphere mentality you're growing like you know you can't because it just doesn't really colonize it things just don't it's work. more science than touch feel smell yeah. you know where, and where that's, it, that's where you know, it's cocoa you can kind of get a little bit of that somewhere in between you know um cocoa so the problem with cocoa sometimes is the, the fungus gnats those guys don't keep their mm-hmm. y- yeah. you're it's a blow of the wind every time you get a, a paladin and you have it you have to actually bake that material. Right, and, but it also depends on who, what kind of cocoa you're using. Absolutely. I mean, me personally, I like the Because Cocoa because it's very kind of granularly mm-hmm. and it, you know, it's almost like coffee grinds, you know what I mean? So it's very, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's very okay. fine, but, but, but it's expensive, but um, actually there's a new product um, called uh, Cocoa King or King of Cocoa. And it's half the price, and it's very comparable. I mean, that's what, what what I'm using now in the grow, King of Cocoa. Cool. 
And we were originally using um, three-gallon grow bags. And, I mean, the, the plants just got so big. Just like you were saying, um, they, were, they, were, they needed to be watered every two days. So meaning that if you get two plants that are off, off days, you're watering every day. Watering something every day, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? So this time around, we're gonna step it up to five gallon bags, and see where that takes us. And hopefully, we'll only be watering every two or uh, two or three. So we'll days. retain more water, right? Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah. yeah. But you know, with the cocoa, uh, you know, it's the same kind of um, thought process with the Rockwell, where you know you're, you know, you're watering every two or three days, you know, and getting that oxygen and, and, yeah. and getting that turnover. And right. that's what, you know, in theory gets, you know, yeah. uh, hydro plants so big. Because right, it's the constant water. The constant yeah. watering, exactly. You know right. what I mean? So if you can translate a little bit of that into, with cocoa, into smaller, you know, because I've heard people, you know, growing cocoa in, in one or two gallon pots, you know what I mean? Oh, you can crush on feed, it. Yeah. On, on feeder systems, and, and, and they crush them six, just like... Six th- times a day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think there is... just bringing a lot of oxygen at that point. Cause yeah. Every you, time you're hitting them like that, so... Right, yeah. right. I mean, you can do it. It just has to be automated. There's no way you can do it by hand. It's impossible. Right. You know, no, not at what we're... not. If you want to touch millions of people, or hundreds... If you want to touch a hundred people... You can water by hand, right? Yeah. Well, you know, not, it you depends know. on how big your rooms rooms right. are. You know I mean, if you got a, you know big giant rooms with you know hundreds thousands of plants, I mean, it's just not. So you know what I mean, I don't agree with that mentality of growing at all. I, I look at these big facilities and it makes me cringe. I, I think compartmentalizing small rooms should they should be no bigger than twelve hundred square feet if you're doing if you want to do scale. Right, you right. Know, you just, well, it, see, it, you know, it's. it's, it's, it's at and least that, that's just my opinion. Right, yeah. and I, yeah. I, I would agree. Craft. You want to do craft scale. Maybe. Right, but yeah. then you'd have to have a caretaker for each room where you'd be like, are right, you responsible for the watering and caretaking of this room? And, you know, it probably in the long, I don't know. I'm saying I'm, maybe you put it on a system, like, you know, you have a you have a, an audit, you know, an Argus or something like that, you know, where yeah. you take it. I put it on a shock collar is what I would do. I'd have somebody on a shock collar. <laughs> or just go back to camera, handling. and I would just be like, <laughs> that's, that's how I would. Are you sitting down? <laughs> that that, that plant it. needs water over there. Yeah. Which one? So, closer, closer. So, are you mixing any of your um, any of your cocoa uh, at all with any perlite or any? No, other? straight yeah. cocoa. Just straight cocoa. Yeah, because yeah, I know some people. Mainline. He's just yeah. I, I kind of like it. Yeah, <laughs> some, I know. Some, <laughs> I know some people kinda use the perlite, and yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I think that just dries out the plants out faster. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're using bigger, bigger uh, containers, then you'd yeah. want to do that. I, you know, used the, the threes the first time around, and, and I thought that was not. They were, they were too small, watering wise. It was just, a, it was a task. Yeah, I think yeah. Well, it's curi- I'm I'm always curious about the the cocoa because my experience with cocoa is that I have to adjust my calmag ratios um, to each cultivar slightly because it's, it's right. and that's the hardest part for me um, when you're doing many cultivars, you know. So you yeah. have to be re- the attention to detail is so type A that it's, yeah. You know, well, if you want when you're that, doing that too, especially on a, on a feeder system, you just got to find a happy medium and, and live, with, live with the once results. Once you automate like that, that's that's the problem with not hand watering, where totally. you can't individualize yeah. the plant's needs. Once you get on the main yeah, man. system, man, unless you're going to break it down until you have 
each uh, table and each, each row. table yeah. individualized with all those plants that are going to you know so now you're mixing up different batches yeah of, and you'd have to have uh, tanks and everything for each spot and, yeah, and dositrons and all yeah, yeah. so yeah. you know it gets really involved at that point you know? yeah and that's i think that's so yeah. really trying to find that happy medium between commercial yeah. and craft is yeah it's a little tricky because some things you can do that's, and the, ledge, you that's can't the ledge do. i'm living on yeah yeah you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah. You know, just in handling, you know, stakes and buckets, you know, you know, handling, cleaning them, yep. storing them, you know, yeah. you know, you could probably uh, just hire someone full time just to do stuff like that. Yeah, we, d- you know, it's that's what we do. You know, it's it's for me growing preventively is the only way to grow. And, you know, if we're not watching what could happen all the time, it's going to happen. And when it happens, it's going to just crush you and everything right. that you can. Well, that's the danger of monoculture or anything. You know? So that's the thing is that you have to, if you don't grow like that, yeah. you have a hard time and you're always fighting against that. But when you do yeah. that, you're susceptible to a fuck-up. And if it's a big, big fuck-up, it's... Right, and in the bigger grow. room, the bigger the fuck-up. Yeah, and if you're the harder... Yeah, if you're contained in the smaller rooms, right, we got a problem in this little room, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to f- affect your whole crop. But when you, if you yeah. got, you know, a, when some of these rooms that got hundreds of lights in them, yep. and it's just one big thing, it's yep. just... Well, yeah, you know and I mean? in Holland, it was the same. Every time it was water issues. It was always because of their, because of they're under sea level, so, of course... We had a lot more issues. Maybe oh, here, just the water itself. Yeah, yeah, just like if you had, it was like everything's running smooth. It's running smooth, and one day you come in and everything's like wilted and weird, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And you yeah. check your levels, and things seem correct, but then it turns out to be a virus or something like that. And you're like, "Oh, okay, great." So I just have no way to know that when that's going to happen. And yeah, it's, it's because they're overcrowded, and because they're growing like and they're all the same and they have the same weaknesses and it's how we all introduced pm into our garden we started trying to keep too much and so some <laughs> you know something yeah and something that they're susceptible i've luckily i'm not i haven't had it in in 12 plus years but it's yeah but it's one of those ones where we we all learn that you know you better disinfect yourself when you get home <laughs> yeah right burn my clothes I mean, it's just prevalent in the air here, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, you got facilities just pumping out, you know. Well, it's also the temperature swings that we get here. Yeah, extreme. that too. Yeah. Like, we're not in the place that's so, st- it's not San Diego, you know what I mean? Like, it's oh, 72 yeah. every day, like, perfect. Here, it's like 40 degree swing sometimes. And so, if you do that, no matter, but I mean, your room yeah. should be controlled, but even then, like, there's more condensation. There's How more often are people actually making HVAC systems in their in their actual grows out here? Because oh. in California, I don't really, I that just recently, they're just starting to oh. actually get you hit, have to, you know, HVAC. In the last no, five HVAC, years, I'd say, HVAC. like, you know. I mean, I think that people there were uh, always still on the idea, like, uh, you never know if they're going to get busted. It could happen. You know, don't sure. don't invest too much into it. Right. Like Holland had the same thing. Holland would never, uh, the people in Holland would never have air conditioning hardly. Wow. And I would always be, and it was like, you know, it's only hot for three months out of the year. Right. You know? <laughs> and it was like true to a point, but at the same time you had no control and your rooms were always like, right. squirrely. It's um, plant is sensitive, yeah. <laughs> and when you actually put a air AC and you have it really dialed in, it's like, yeah, you see it night and day, like how much happier the plants are because they're, constant yeah and that's really like all you're trying to achieve as a grower is to have a nice constant environment yeah and keep it as a you know like do that as stable it's like sailing a ship it's like sailing a ship you know you're like kind of like cruising along and then it's, you 
you leave it in the hands of somebody who doesn't know what the fuck's going on, and yeah. all of a sudden you're all score sideways, yeah. and you're going down a wave like, ah. It's like, hey, dude, we've we been paying attention. And, and a lot of times it's just, it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I have to go in and turn that heater off at night or in the morning because it's been on all night. Because if I didn't have it on at night, the plants would be cold. And if I leave it on, they're going to be hot. It's just one thing to think of, yeah. and the guy doesn't know, and he doesn't pay attention. I don't even think we thought about it back, in, back then. Like, you know, At least for me, I was like, it was even crossed my mind that like a... In, Environmental control would have happened. Yeah, I mean, oh, wow. it, I was my <laughs> like in the late nineties. I, I was like, like you know, environmental control was yeah. turning on this and <laughs> turning off that. Was, I mean, there was um, you could get uh, green air, and I had one when I was in Europe that came from America that was totally useless, and I just had it, and I was like, I couldn't use it because it was two twenty. I mean, it was two twenty, but had all American plugs, and it was just a big nightmare. So it was like one of those. Yeah, I either had to put every single one of them with a cheap, you know, thing. So I just looked at it and showed it to Dutch guys and they were like, wow, you Americans, you're, you're crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but look, it's so fucking plug and play, you know? Yeah, and I, I tried mean, to get a guys to build it. And the, the, the all-in-one growth. They just hand me a bunch of fucking, well, here, build it yourself. You know? And I'd be <laughs> like, no, the whole point was I'm trying to get somebody to like build this so I can just plug it in just like these guys do. And, Cause they had CO, you know, the thing is green air is the first guys to really put CO2. And, yeah. You know, and if you can get a room that's really tight and you can have everything sensed, you know, you can get your your vapor pressure deficit figured out. And that's another formula that's real simple to, not simple, but for for the plants, it's a good way to, like, get straight to the point of where the plant's at and its health, you know, how much air, you know, like, control really needs to be done. Which before we were just winging it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, it was all like, yeah. <laughs> Throw some uh, air in, air out, a little more here, a little less there. And, you know, it would work, but. Open the greenhouse, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how And it a greenhouse right. is a good example of even being more like a ship because it's a big, you know, yeah. like, especially because you're working with the real, you know, yeah. conditions all of a sudden. It's like, yeah. oh shit, it's cloudy, you know, and if you have a nice enough greenhouse that has sensors and lights kick on, you know. But well, the new ones these days are, are, are quite yeah. frankly, amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, you know, like, GGS, guys, you do nice. Do a nice one. Are you uh, guys having access to any kind of land to do that? Or? We're, um, I think we're, we're totally interested in it. I think that's something, you know, it's, it's really the, up to the state to allow us to do it. You know, once they do it, I think that's, yeah, we, we talk about all of this, like, you know, it's greenhouse is really, I think, I think we all agree. It's, you know, we've got to start cutting electrical costs. We've got to start our car, our carbon footprint is crazy. I mean, it's just insane. But, you know, one of the problems with greenhouse, you know, and I think they're having this problem down South, you know, in Colorado is, mm -hmm. you know, you get all these pesticides in the air that, you know, farmers are using, other greenhouses are using. Now you're sucking air in from the outside, yeah. and now now yep. your product is testing hot. Yeah. You know I mean, so I don't know, like, with the... If you have a good greenhouse, so you just do positive pressure, and then you always are, like... Right. You know, you're, you're cleaning off before you go in and out, positive pressure in the greenhouse, yep. and then nice. you can kind of mitigate all that bullshit. And yeah. call in and all that, because that's the biggest problem. Yeah, you don't want to... Cause so you have to kind of think out like the reverse of how you would in your clean in, dirty out. 
you know yeah. that's yeah. kind of the the mentality with greenhouse growing right. you know you got it because if you have well using the new ones man they have environmental controls that are like hvac systems so they're scrubbing wow. the air through filters before they're even coming in i mean i've seen burpees facilities as stupid as this sounds but it's inspiring you know you see how compartmentalized their their, their spots are and to keep everything super super sterile it's you're like wow that's that's where it's at you know it's pretty it's 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 very inspiring so it's but yeah i I think where we're at with these first gen greenhouses yeah i mean you open the you open the hood it's like blow the wind man you know so no it's it's the way to go for sure i mean the thing is we we want to reduce the footprint we want to make our i mean cannabis is not becoming worth <laughs> the electricity that it's taking it's, to grow it. You know what I mean? So I mean, we're getting into that zone where it's like, well, <coughs> wait a minute, who the fuck is making all the money? It's the, it's the electric company. You know, like that's literally the guy who makes the most money because we just keep feeding the beast. Excel, yep, Excel has Colorado. They crush it, right? They just, you know. We were, I mean, Mass, we were hit with a 36 watt per square foot rule. So you can't have oh. over 36 watts per square foot. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have that. to be super oh. crafty. Uh-huh. Wow, yeah, absolutely. And how you lay your stu- lay everything really? out. Wow. And yeah, so there's there's ways, you know, it's almost be, like a sound it's almost like a guy with a sound you know meter walking around your party like yeah. instantly lame party. Once you have a guy like that, he, like, you got to turn it down, bro. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, anybody actually the get that guy. It's the, <laughs> it's the neighbor that comes. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> I wasn't invited and look. <laughs> <laughs> Using too much wood. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but we actually, I think we we actually ended up coming out on top um, by switching over some of these rooms to LED. So I think it's hmm. you know they gave us yeah. you know Are you doing any crazy lighting uh, no, setups or no, outdoor growing? Yeah, or no, setups? we're just using traditional one thousands. You know, with parabolics with thick and yeah, big, big no. round hoods, old school. No, like JJ yeah. never changed. <laughs> old school never changed. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, they're proven. They work. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. double enders, and then we have some yeah. LEDs just to I just know. to work with. Like I said, man, earlier, it's like the parameters that we're given are just they're shitty. But right, so sorry, really, if I, I'm not yeah. sorry if I'm cursing you, but they're okay. they're not they're shitty away. They're <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, you know they're just they're tough to work with, and we you know we've got to. We've got to try to try to do it. So thirty six yeah, is the max length matter flower. I don't know what so, to say. So, so, yeah. so, <laughs> you, have to, you have to do it. You got to do it. So gavitas are out of the question. Then. Well, yeah. yeah. So three at the distance <laughs> away, or is it like is it at the is that at the canopy? At the canopy, man. So okay, we so. hang it. We you know with the, our height that we 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 all selected. It, it just it, it's the way it worked out, you know. And they and it, it was crazy because we had already. You have to have we had already it. gone through this whole schematic, you know, lighting scheme, and we were already comfortable with everything. And it's just like, you know, it's like someone flipping the switch on, and you're like, ah, it's dark in here, man. You just put the lights on on me. That's what we do to the ladies yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, man. It's, but you know, it's, yeah, but another hoop. Yeah, always is. But Hoops, it's a good man. state. I will say that. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, congrats. That sounds great, man. That yeah, I like mean, so all you mass patients, man. All you mass holes wow. out there. Wow, very cool. Yeah. All you mass people, the spring, come to my dispensary. Wait, so, wait, <laughs> so, so estimated uh, so, opening is somewhere in the spring? Yeah, spring. I think we're going to look into uh, April, nice. June. Nice, man. Um, 420, bro. Yeah, we'll do something season. good. 420 I between count, 7 and 10. I know May was not in the picture, though, because April or June. Well, we're, you know, we're just, Fuck we built May. from the ground up, and I think May. that's, anytime May. you do that, it's just like, 
things get pushed and they're out of your control. Well, and everything and, you have to deal with, you know, yeah. you have to appease everyone, you know. <laughs> and then you get hit with 36 watt per square foot rules. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy one. I never heard that one yet. But. Yeah. It's like they know what they're talking about. But, <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> but no, they don't. <laughs> no. And the thing that sucks is that there's a lot of, uh, I mean, like, it just gets weirder and weirder. But my whole thing was, you know, if they say, if they start limiting your electricity, that really puts you in a fucking bind because space has already been a problem. And, you yeah. know, of course, they say, like, you can only do it, you know, this by this. And then some yeah. smart ass is like, I'm doing seven fucking stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, of course, they're yeah. like, no, no, no. Yeah, now it's a cubic. That, and then they even get you more in a box. And then at a certain point, you're fucked. Because if they, you know, start saying cubic feet instead of... Uh, something by something, you know, like, then you're, then you're already there. Yeah. You know, so you're like, oh, all right, they're getting smarter. And then if they start limiting your power, now you get more fucked, you know, because oh. then you have no, what else they can you do? They just don't get it. They really don't. They just want to make the tax money. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's hard <laughs> enough to even get in a state, uh, you know, yeah. some yeah. of these Did states. you ever try that liquid light stuff? I have not. What is liquid light? Sounds something awesome. Really, yeah, <laughs> sounds, it sounds very future. It's, <laughs> right? um, it, it sounds like the future. It's made for that situation. Is it the MIT world. stuff that they, the stuff they from, made? It's from uh, Australia, from that. Where it's the same company that liquid made the liquid. You just paint your walls, and all of a sudden you no, have a No, no, it's on your oh. plants. You paint your plants with it, but it's a basically <laughs> it, makes your, it makes your plants uh, receive light more efficiently. And you can spray it on when it's wet. Oh, uh, when it's huh. light, the lights are on. That's it's very cool. It sounds, like so, that. sounds <laughs> too future for me. <laughs> that and something you get on the infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was are you, is this something you're secretly selling? <laughs> no, it's been around for a long time. It was one of those things where I was just like, it's something weird about it that doesn't make me want to ever grow with it. But it's from uh, Ionic, I think was the name of the company. What was it? Like? Ionic? Yeah. I've heard of Ionic, actually. Yeah. yeah. And they had the hand, they had the yeah. metallic little hand thing. I think we need to explore this. Because yeah. the so liquid light yeah, is a low liquid light. It's, 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 yeah, it's made for growing under low light situations and getting maximizing the plants. So hmm. you should check, check into that with your 36 watts per square foot. So, hmm. But I always feel like plants, you know, here's, that's an interesting thing you touched on. So I always feel like plants need less light than we think. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so they too. actually, it, it's certain cultivars. Like did. even the, that's like, for instance. High, that's why I had in the high. Right. Uh, take well, a uh, strawberry yeah, cough, for right. instance. Right. Or well, I think, I think the plant yeah. itself could only take in so much light sure, per exactly. day. You yep. know what I mean, and I think there have been studies on stuff like yeah, that. There's a, there's right. a max I mean? load, and then it just yeah, pretty much yeah exactly. Like, there's a max load, and then it's yeah. really you know reaching that peak. Yep. You know what I mean, and uh, it's like six hours of direct, and then the, a couple hours of ambient light, and then they're pretty much set. The rest of it's all just for photo period, totally. And we timing, love to you know, give the them too it, much. Oh yeah, we're just like slam them from the yeah. moment they wake up, right? Right. To the moment oh, they right. Go to bed. You know, because in reality, you have the tw- <laughs> you know the you it's know the dawn and. Yeah, it's a slow process of reaching that. It's not, you know, yeah. right overnight. But we all know more more is better, right? So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the human way, right? Bigger, bigger, <laughs> no, but no, I think you're right. I think they definitely need less than so you think. I was actually kind of, I was like, you know what, that might actually be fine because I, I have this, you know, I have some notes and some parameters that I like to run with the par anyway. That's that's kind of close to that. And now with your liquid light in your quiver, you're, you're going to be oh, crushing. Listen, crushing I'm going to have the most future thing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be glowing when you come <laughs> see me next. 
I look forward to that. <laughs> so uh, tomorrow, what time? Eleven o'clock till one, one o'clock. One, one p.m. to five. Five, five p.m. Yeah, at Bega Northland. It's a one one four five zero Cherokee Street, Northland, Colorado eight zero two three four. And that's cool. off of one twentieth Ave. Uh, give uh, give us a, a a follow at Instagram or or. Account yeah, got yeah. deleted at fifty thousand. So yeah, we right. I mean, it was you know, it's a real bummer. My Pinsy's my bitch got a, canceled, and so did my. Oh life. really? Uh, yeah. it's unbelievable! Uh, <laughs> unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs> so Pinsy's my bitch down. got taken. Then I did troll, troll with Pinsky, but that got taken down like a, in a day. I was like, what is going on? Is Pinsky hiring people to like maintain his? Uh, I don't his know. Yeah. If you find out, you know, then <laughs> I kind of gave up. I was just like, well, I can't yeah. keep putting these things up. And went, but we had the guy on the show last week who can say, back up all your shit. Really? Yeah. Very cool. By the way, in case you want to get... Yeah, I'm to watch that, that No. Oh, shit. You need <laughs> to talk to that guy. Yeah, yeah he said he's going to come back on the show when he figures and it out a little James bit more. James Bean told me that uh, somehow when he tried to say what he was, the site that you had to go to, it all got bleeped out by some magical force. Did you hear about that? Weird. No. <laughs> <didn't hear> that. <laughs> That's really weird. So like everything, he'd be like, yeah, James. you can reach me at... <laughs> I didn't That's some dark net oh, shit funny. right there. What the yeah, hell? I did not do it. <laughs> you did not do it. James said so, but that doesn't mean it's true. Yeah, so. I think I actually he ran that by me. I think I, re- you know, but uh, yeah, I guess what they they just uh, back up your account, but yeah. you know, if you lose it, then you can reinstate that. Yeah, well, you keep all your photos and all your comments and all your shit like that. So oh, it's right, kind of yeah. like you know. Because once you do have to go back and redo it all, it is a pain in the ass. Like, Jesus Christ. Didn't I do this before? It was actually a lot easier. Cause I, I don't even want to drop my IG. I don't want to get taken down. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah. None of us do, man. No, no. It's a matter the of chance. people that know, know. Right. <laughs> it's just a matter of <laughs> chance. Like, yeah. It's really the game never, we play. I mean, because, you know, a, a lot of our reputations w- have come from the Internet. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Coming from, you know, Overgrow yeah, and just, you know, now transitioning that all into you know, more yeah. of a social media form where it's a little more open. You know, uh, yeah. Now that I'm in a medical state, this rack, man. Right, and there should be no reason I'm, I'm why. Fine. You know, it, you know, because yeah. you know these are legitimate businesses. You yep. know what I mean, absolutely. And so I think they're really going to have to get a you know a handle on their policy. I mean, I I even wrote them a letter, yeah. and I have not heard anything back from Ugh. them. You know, because uh, because you could dispute, write them a dispute, or sure. take them to arbitration. If you look under the terms of use there is you know if you go you go in and you'll see you'll see that so jj's on fire they're gonna take arbitration against fucking <laughs> absolutely <laughs> as he should flamethrower. <laughs> that's his brand and his livelihood and they just it's his brand right. and they say oh yeah but you're right i mean it's it's kind of right. it's crazy it's, it's, it's crazy it's could, a double double yeah, edged you, sword you signed everything away when you fucking yeah. agreed on the thing yeah, could, uh, you oh, get yeah. to keep yeah, your yeah, photos yeah. apparently yeah. Right? yeah if you have you them can in have your all phone. your photos though. <laughs> yeah because yeah, basically they deleted my account and then uh prevented me from signing up with a new account on my phone Ugh. you know what i mean yeah. so you have to change your phone you change your phone number uh, no, the, the you change, have to change your oh, the yeah, IP and stuff. Yeah, the, the wow. IP. That's how they, they block your IP. So the only way to get around it is to do a PVN. Started you know, a tech show. You guys. have to start. Yeah, you got to start Man. a new account. Get a new phone. St- get a PVN. Start that new account under that PVN. Because then, if they 
delete that, you could just switch it on to a different one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And that's actually how, like, yeah. a lot of people in Muslim countries, they watch porno and all that shit. <laughs> on, under the same PVN, you know what I mean? It's a secret, the, guys. It's a private. Dark man, man. Dark man. It's a private <laughs> view. Oh, finally. <laughs> VPN, VPN. virtual yeah. private network. Yeah, yeah, VPN. Yeah. Ah, okay. Take no I'm not, I'm not a tech guy. I could, I could barely. I was just trying to think. I was just trying to think of what you were saying. Yeah, I can barely navigate my way through. You know, you know. unfortunately for me, like you know, the you know these younger guys, you know. They they were able to you know learn computers and all that shit yeah. in school like uh, me I was you know they just handed me all right and, you know you just like try on there you sit there for hours trying to figure something out then you, you call up your buddy hey how do you do this and then oh yeah yeah you just you know cut and paste or whatever it is you know what I mean it's fucking easy you know what I mean yeah. so you know yeah especially now like it's like you can literally in your parking between the time you think about it and getting to the end of the parking lot you can already like. Cut and paste and fucking oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. put together something that would you would have had to got hire like five different people to do before and they would all overcharge you and yeah. told you how hard it was and you'd be like right, right. Oh, app for that. this was really tough guys <laughs> listen you're gonna so, need to pay me extra yeah, this is gonna, <laughs> oh that's gonna take so much longer than later now, you know now right, it's like, you gotta type do, all do, this do, out do, do, yeah. do, done <laughs> and better even then yeah because you know way better you now. got exactly what you wanted you know. <laughs> Um, I think we're done right now, though, time-wise, right now. Are we at the time limit? Yeah, way over time right now. Way over Oh, time. Way over time. Good vibes. Damn, Good vibes. <laughs> it's 7.35. We I know wow. we are 35. We didn't take a dab at 7.10. Oh. We, oh. Got to. <laughs> uh, we didn't start until 7, or until 4, whatever. It's a little late, didn't we? Like, I like the four or five minutes, I think. Maybe. Whatever. We're giving you what they want. Uh, no, I don't. I wasn't, on, what they I wasn't want. trying to stop the show. Go on. Right, Let's do another right, hour. Right. I don't care. Hey, <laughs> Top Dog Genetics is coming to the legal uh, Colorado market. It's, yeah. it's pretty big time. Yeah, I mean, we're excited. Top Dog on. I wanted to say, like, also, we got um, the doggy lambs from Dogs. Oh, nice. So, if you got a dog. Oh, I got to get one for my chihuahua. You got one for a bulldog, XL, X, I, I double XL. Yeah, that looks, <laughs> that looks like a chihuahua size right there. five sizes. This is like kind of like a one, maybe one size. If it's yeah, baby, that's, a little, that's a little too big. You have a teacup or whatever. Yeah, a teacup. Uh, Dude, yeah, I got right. a big boy. Man. I got that, a big bowl. Yeah. Anyway, so these are available on uh, hoodlabstore.com. Only on hoodlabstore.com. Very limited. Only made 100 of them, so check them out if you got Dope. a uh, furry fr- uh, another dog another I think that your, fit own on top, <laughs> your own top I think that fit dog. on a cat <laughs> Some, a big ass cat with this one but I have a smaller one a it's, 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 yeah, cat, cats love clothes that's what I've noticed uh-huh. I've noticed they love to put, like, wrap them up and yeah, you, you never have problems with that they look great <laughs> <laughs> alright so uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to this long long wow. show and I saw somebody complaining, so that's good. I like that. It's like, this, oh, yeah. This sucks. Sucks. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Just, just so right. I hate you, Dad. <laughs> just, just so everybody, I'm having a good time. Just so everybody here knows, we suck. But anyway, yeah. uh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, next week I'm not going to be here. Next week I'm going to be in uh, Florida, I believe. Thanks. Checking out some C-Lab. Our friends from C-Lab are going to fly me out for something. And Danny Danko is going to be there. Awesome. So maybe I'll do a show from there, but it will probably be a recorded because I know how that always works. And then I'll probably just play it. I think it's actually on a Thursday, which is perfect. So I can do it on that day. And then I can play it on Friday. So there you go. There you go. We'll see how that works. 
ish, maybe. Uh, but if not, and for sure, two weeks from now, we'll be back here. And uh, I have no idea who's going to be on. There you go. Typical. Uh, shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick, who I think was actually watching the show. So he probably. He's, Oh man, I hope I didn't cuss. Could star. I did twice. I did. We all did like a thousand fucking times. Sorry, little guy. (laughs) Sorry, little guy. Don't worry about it, Mike. Unbelievable. Oh man. He's like, Dad said a bad word. (laughs) Nah, it's all good. Uh, Yeah, shout out to Chat Gang hanging in there, and uh, see you guys next week. Peace. records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Ganja.